see if I can get this. Oh no, I was way off. Way off. Way off. It's like you off. never heard her song before. You disappoint me. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing shade right from the get-go. Oh, I forgot. It's, it was, I'm it's glad your dad doesn't actually listen to this because he would be ashamed. <laughs> he would be... <laughs> hey, Dad, what do you think For all coke? the reasons other than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's so many reasons to be ashamed, and he's not even for the good ones. <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. I'm Kickstand, that's Biker Mike from Mars, we're the Blue Collar Philosophers, and we're being joined today by our good friend. Do you want us to say your real name, or do you want a, a pseudonym? You do first name, just first, last name? I'm good with whatever. I don't know, you I'm... could get cancelled. We, <laughs> we're a big deal. <laughs> just kidding. Such a big canceled. fucking deal. <laughs> We'll just call you Bam. That works. Oh, All right. Oh, Bam. That was my favorite. That yep. was my favorite nickname ever. <laughs> it was the only one that never involved my last name, so it was positive. Right? Yeah, that's low-hanging fruit, though. Yes, it is. Yes. And, and uh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to leave it. There's so many jokes to make, and I just it's not fair. <laughs> uh, like I said, low-hanging fruit, too easy. Just going to leave it. So So anyway, what were we were talking about furries? We were just talking about furries. (laughs) We I have heard the story of the litter boxes in school. Okay, why would there be a litter box in school? Because apparently they need to be identified or to act as animals, and they're going to do that. Well, so it's the identification thing. Like you Mm -hmm. identify as a as a kitten, and you need to go poo poo in a litter box. Yeah, I don't. Is Is that the thing? Ultimately, yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I've heard the rumor so much, but I don't go to high schools because I'm not, I'm not a teacher, and I'm not a student, and I'm not uh, creeping on teenage girls anymore. So, <laughs> Did you, have you ever the keyword is anymore? <laughs> Man, the first time I went back to my old high school, like the year after I graduated, right? I wanted yeah. to go and just say hi to a teacher, like you know, when I came back from from uh, college. And I walked in the building. I'm like, nope, don't belong here. Well, this this feels creepy. <laughs> creepy as hell. Yeah, I went through that. I actually, like, I went to go drive past my old high school, and I thought I might, like, drive up, get out, like, have a look around. And it's like, I just drove up, and I'm like, no, this is dumb. I'm good. And mm-hmm. I just kept on going. I didn't even turn up the driveway. All right, like, so <laughs> I got one for that, too. A year after I quit, I went back, because I still have friends that were in high school, right? No, I yeah, I quit. And I went there, and there was this really uh, good-looking chick. And I'm like, oh, damn, who's that? And it's like, oh, that's a new teacher. I'm like, oh, the one year I quit, they, they get hot. A hot teacher. Just uh, one. Uh, okay. <laughs> but you're not a student. <laughs> you're right. So that opens up the possibility. Because if you're a student, that game shut down. But I was still 18. Like, I was a I was You a don't have to say <laughs> that. Federally, you were an adult. Yes. You were 18. Yeah, so because, but then, I, then because they were like, it was you fair go to game. school, and I'm like... You were, dis- you were disappointed because it was fair game? No, no, I never thought of myself that highly. <laughs> I was disappointed because I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> I just ruined, just ruined your uh, past right now. Added well, a whole nother check mark to the life's greatest yeah. regrets. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody really th- is thinking that clearly at 18, though. 
You just see boobs and you're like, ah! I know, there's just so much <laughs> testosterone flowing through your veins at that point. Hi, <laughs> I am man. Yeah. Girl. Girl. You're a girl. Uh, I remember one time I went and dropped off this one chick. Um, she lived about an hour away from where we did, and I had a car. I was a teenager with a car, so I'd drive wherever I could, whenever I could. And so... Um, it was really funny because I'm like, yeah, I'll give her a ride home. And I gave her a ride home. My dad did not like this chick. She had blue hair. She was eccentric. She was pretty cool. I kind of had a crush on her. And he said, he's like, he, he pulled me aside. He's like, Mike, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. What's up? He's like, did she make you do anything that you didn't want to do? <laughs> and I just, I'm like, what? He's like, I don't trust her. And I, I are you okay? And I'm like, she's not that creative. She's she not could that. not come up with something that I did. Like, if she did, it would involve killing puppies. <laughs> and so, I, I yeah, uh, I was very... <laughs> My presumed innocence is just hilarious. I, I don't know what he was thinking in that moment of my innocent little boy. Did she make you do anything you didn't want to do? <laughs> All right, back to furry. Back to furry. You see, that, okay, here's the thing. We had blue-haired chicks when I was in high school. That was, that, those were the, they were the out there ones. They were the cool ones, well, when I went to high school. Yeah, no, I almost That was didn't... out there. Yeah, I got in a fight grad day because this guy dyed his hair blue on grad picture day. And he's like, what, I can't have blue hair? And it's like, no, you're going to ruin the picture for the rest of us. It did not, <laughs> was not a positive thing. It was How not ruin the picture for the rest of you? <laughs> we had blue hair. Yeah, I know. But like, were you, you weren't in a band. It wasn't. <laughs> no, it was our school photo. And I just felt like he shouldn't have blue hair. <laughs> Getting in a fight last just, day. Just, <laughs> Wait, last day? Like, or just well, picture day? Pitch, like, it was picture day, day and was, last day are two different days, well, yeah. aren't they, normally? Normally, yes. No, it was picture day for, like, the grad photo, right? And okay. Felt, oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like he dyed his hair blue, especially for that. And that just wasn't acceptable to me at the time. <laughs> yeah, but you don't believe in tying up babies, so. <laughs> well, I didn't. It turns out it was a very fruitful thing. I also didn't believe in creating puppies, but it's like he's <laughs> sleeping way better now that we throw him in his crate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, to me it's a cage, to him it's a crate. <laughs> it's like, this is my little wound he's, now. He's asleep, and that's the important <laughs> yeah, part. Yeah, he just goes, sometimes he just crawls in there and naps. It's the uh, weirdest thing. Uh, I got one for the kids, and they, they won't do that. <laughs> Get in the bunny cage. Get in the bunny cage. Yeah. Yeah, I got a cage. I built that cage out there for the bunny, and I'm like, I'm going to make a stairwell. Uh, I'm going to make a, a spiral stairwell to go to the bottom part. I'm going to cage it in so we can leave them outside all winter. I know you said I probably won't, but I'm, I'm, tr I'm going to try. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised that thing came inside this winter. Like you, I heard you were building a cage for it. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like you need to put in some hay and some insulation. You know, the, pup, the, the bunny's got a place to stay. And this, you know, Amanda asked for me to come help you move it. I was like, oh yeah, sure. Like I thought move it across the lawn. <laughs> no. I did not think we were going to put it in the house. At all that it meant moving it inside and down your stairs into I'm, your family room I'm basement. Such, that that caught me way off guard. I'm such a pussy. I'm like, it'll get cold. <laughs> I feel bad for it. I I, <laughs> I know. There's a, like that bunny brought it aside of you that I did not know and existed. It, it's a little cunt too. It like <clears throat> makes so much noise. It's it just clangs its bowl and throws it and like I don't know if you saw it. It was jumping around on the couch there because it was so excited to be away alive. <laughs> What? I don't know. What's wrong with you? Well, I don't even understand. We got this new puppy, and it's an Eskimo Chihuahua cross, a mini American Eskimo 
yeah chihuahua cross and it's like so cute yeah it is so cute but i put it out for a pee on the deck the other day and it started crying and it's like well you're an eskimo <laughs> like why are yeah you, you should be used to this <laughs> yeah that's you, what i said i'm like melody what's wrong with like, it why it's haven't like, why haven't you brought us back separated? a dead seal already <laughs> separation anxiety yeah <laughs> it should have found a seal i know we're far away yeah, just, just get like, one <laughs> go find us blubber <laughs> i've heard it's amazing <laughs> I, well, I mean, I guess when I do wind up riding to Taktiaktak, that's supposed to be one of the things you're supposed to do there is actually try, try eating some of the Yeah, but ride, the there's no riding fare. there. Is there riding there? You can ride there. You can ride there. To Taktiaktak, yes. Really? It's about 600 kilometers of gravel. You can ride there. <laughs> mm. Hell yeah. That's a whole day. No, 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 Michael. 600, okay, it's, two days. It's... 600 kilometers, yeah, that's six it's two, hours it's two and of and a half regular, days, basically. two and a half days of gravel. Yeah, because you go, you do need to slow down. It's not like you can... To so f- like 100? like <laughs> Or less. Or less? Yeah, you may be doing 70 or 80 the whole way. That's <sighs> good conditions. I want to do that so bad. I know. You got to get some nubbies on a sports trip. I want to do it. Dyna I want to or... do it on our cruisers so bad. <laughs> like, I want just a big, loud metal bike to be by the Arctic Ocean. People will be like, you're a dipshit. <laughs> That's fair. right. Yes, yes, I am. I'm riding across the country next year. That's my plan. To which part? PEI, right to Newfoundland? <coughs> New Brunswick. Oh, okay. going to go see Marky Two Names. Yes. Oh. Nice. Yes, he's building a garage. I am riding out in the fall. My bike is going to winter there. I'm going to fly home. You sound, you, sound like, you sound like Marky Two Names. <laughs> <coughs> I just need to. Clear my head to oh. get out. Yeah. yeah, he did that once, but he wound up shipping his bike back. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna f- I'm gonna fly back in the spring, visit. Mark that was again. his plan too. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and then ride out. That yeah, my dad did the same thing. He rode a soft tail over there. He's planning to go pick it up the next spring, but it's still fucking there. <laughs> it's yeah, there but, forever. Yeah, but COVID happened, right? <sighs> yeah, no, that, that was that, a that few years ago. Now that was a few years ago. Like it, that was <sighs> the East Coast has gravity. Yeah. You bring shit there, it stays there. No, no, no. That road glide, no. <laughs> it needs to leave with you. Just, yes. Just, yeah. Uh, I love that bike. I haven't loved a bike like that since my street glide. You had a road glide before that, don't you? Didn't yeah, no, was yeah, it? No, I had a road glide before yeah. that. I had a black road glide. That was a nice one, too. What it was size good. was it? It was a 117? 107 or something. Yeah, it was the yeah. new Milwaukee 8. Like, yeah. That was like the first or second year that they were out. Yeah, it yeah. was a 2018. It was a nice bike. It just... Yeah. It didn't thrill me. I never meshed with it. It was just a bike. It's, it's weird how like different ones kind of connect to your soul a bit. Yeah, it's it's way different because it's like yeah. my street glide was like I just the odd time and well until I filmed my road glide I would just like scour the Grand Prairie Classifieds. Maybe this guy's selling it. It's like I'm just gonna buy it if it's for sale. It's like mm-hmm. a full melody. It's like it doesn't even matter what's happening financially in our world. Had that bike ever been for sale, it's like it was coming home. Yeah, yeah it doesn't matter how much it was, what had happened. It's like it just needed to come home. But that's awesome. Yeah. But you found another one that yeah, clicks. Yeah, it's the yeah. same and better. I so. was the same way with that 09 Electra Glide that I had. Like to me, it was like just driving a truck. Like it, it was a mode of transportation. Like it just didn't. You know, it wasn't that it was slow necessarily or well, it that it was fast uncomfortable. Either. It wasn't fast, but it wasn't slow. Mm-hmm. Like it was faster than my than my intruder was by a fair bit. Oh, yeah, uh, than the intruder that you had, not this yeah. one. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It just didn't click. 
if you don't if you don't if you're not one with your bike it just doesn't it just doesn't even matter like you say it's just a mode of transportation yeah hopping on it to go riding didn't didn't fill me with any thrill of anticipation or anything like that yeah that blue electric glide i just like it was okay it just didn't thrill that's me. right you had one of those too it's just yeah. a couple years older than the one that i had yeah and it just wasn't it was, it, just was a bike. Just, it was just peak dad transportation. Yeah, it was just was what it was, and it was good for what it was. But see, that would be really, really frustrating putting all that time and money into a bike. Well, I guess you guys, kind of, uh, one of you, didn't have to worry about that as much. But getting a bike like that, where some people that would just rock their world, it would be like, oh man, I got this, and then you hop on it, you're like, yeah, I don't care. Like that, that would be a hard, hard thing to accept. Like, how do you, how do you get to the point of being like, this doesn't do it for me. It should do it for me financially. Like you put all this money into it. This should do it for me. And then you turn around sometimes and Sometimes like, it just doesn't. It's like, sometimes you just got to know when to pull the pin and, and trade in for something else. Yeah. Because if you're not, it's like, I've never sold a bike because I've had to. It's because I've wanted to. It's yeah, like that blue venture. Yeah, <laughs> I did not. I did not care for that bike. Neither did I. Hated that thing. It's like yeah. I couldn't. I didn't connect with my wife on it. She sat too far back. It just like, and again, it wasn't a slow bike. It maybe wasn't particularly fast. Yeah, but it just wasn't. I didn't gel with it. The blue electric glide, same thing. The black road glide. It's like if you're not. It, it's like if it's your thing, and it's like I just love bikes, and it's like that's your thing you have to and i never rode those bikes either i never made time to do it i just never had time I don't exactly think, if you don't like your bike you won't, won't make time it. to ride it right yeah. i have no more or less time now but i still managed to put three thousand kilometers on in like the last three weeks of riding season. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. right so it's like you make time for the things that are priority right that road glide stuck out it just yeah it's the one yeah it is pretty sexy it's a oh i know yeah. it's like yeah yeah, when when we went for that first ride after you got back with it, like when you honked on it, and like I was only neck and neck with you with Rosie, and I had to wind her up. Like you had me from the, from the the torque like instantaneously. I I've never ridden next to a Harley that could run with with Rosie before. I was like this that thing is damn fast. Yeah. Well, it's like I'd ridden my 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 other brother <coughs> that he had those two other bikes that were mm-hmm. all built. I'd ridden those and they were not the same. The, that stage four was not the same as this. Mm-hmm. That's what, like, okay, what, what is this engine? This, it, so it's a 128 kit stage four Screaming Eagle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the Milwaukee 8, right? Yeah, yeah, the Milwaukee 8. And then, then it was built in Grand Prairie and then dyno tuned in Edmonton. Okay, so. so the guy really put, he put a lot of thought into it. He's like, I'm not going to get anyone here to do it. He's going to dine it somewhere where they, they well, handle this somewhere a they bit more often. In. Yeah. yeah, they don't. The uh, Mighty Peace doesn't. Mighty Peace doesn't, Harley but I know there's de- another place okay, does. Harley dealerships won't properly tune your built engine. You need to take it to someone, someone that, that actually does it for a living. Exactly. And it's like. Like Harley dealerships are great for bolt-on stuff. They're good at what they do, right? Yeah. They're, they're great at that. You want to bolt on like anything from the gigantic catalog of parts, they'll do it for you. And they're your guys. Yeah. But yeah. if you're going outside of that, that's like, it's got two-way adjustable shocks on it, lowering shocks. So I can, mm-hmm. my, I've got an infinitely adjustable ride height. And it's like, all this stuff was done at the shop after it left Mighty Peace. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. I know, I watched this one video of this guy. He's trying to make 200 horsepower out of his uh, Harley Davidson. He had a brand new Harley Davidson Road King, and he wanted 200 horse out of this thing. He's like, I want the most power. So he was, but he wanted to make sure that it was. Dude, that's insane. That's and like he was trying to keep 200 it warranty. ponies. 200 ponies is that's like Ducati power. Yes, and he was trying to pull it out of a Road King, and he was just going for what ever he could he was going after like any part that he could get to put on there and keep it under warranty yeah. and, and keep it under warranty yeah yes. he was trying to keep it under warranty so he's Holy going shit like how do you do that it, buying everything through harley approved harley does harley sell turbochargers <laughs> i i'm fully he, warrantied yeah oh nice yeah. yeah so that was one of the reasons he threw it he threw that in so i've got another i've got another full year of warranty on it so it's oh, like nice. Yeah, so I tell so you, in the spring, yeah. it's like it's on right from the get go, because it's like but this put that thing it. put that thing through its paces, right? Yep. If something's gonna break, make sure it breaks. <laughs> That's why I said that to him. <laughs> like if it's gonna pop, it's gonna pop right away. Let me tell you, <laughs> and it's like the one day I was like I was riding around and I'm like, oh, maybe it's not as fast as I think, and then I kind of slowed up to a light and I hammered it, and I, I'm like, it's a good thing it's got that saddleman seat, because if I was on a regular seat, I would have thrown myself off the back. Yeah. So, like, oh, yep, it's all there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like everything I thought it was, and a little bit more. <laughs> I, I remember when I thought my 1300 was the bee's knees. I'm like, I will never need more power than this, and now that I've ridden it for a few years, I'm like, I want something much bigger. I, w I want the, the Yami 1900 motor. I want, I don't know, big, big Road King motor. Just something, not 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 for speed, but for power. That that thirteen just doesn't quite. Uh, I love it. It's great. Sounds good. Looks good. But I am looking forward to hopping on something with a lot more power. It's just different. It's like there's a difference. Some I'm just never looking for power, no matter what's going on. Yeah, if you're, you're never wanting it. Yeah. It's like if you're deep in a corner, you don't have to be worrying about what gear you're in in case you need a little bit more speed to fire yourself around the corner, right? It's just yeah. it's just there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's what I want. I really am. I want that. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I find myself in wanting a lot. Yeah. Spe especially riding beside your bike with, with Rosie there. That. Yeah, but you you need a lot, a lot in order. Cause, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm aware. Because, like I said, like <clears throat> his bike is like what one twenty one twenty eight one twenty eight one twenty eight stage four, <clears throat> and like it's just got me. Yeah. So yeah, you're like you you need a lot, a lot to run with Rosie. Yeah, that's why I want a Road King. So bad. But I'm, a Road King won't do it unless you do that to the engine. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. Yeah, well, it'll do more than what mine is doing right now. Like, yeah, okay, that's, that's so you true. were you were tired at one point of my little thirteen hundred ripping apart your your uh, oh, that, glide that electric that, that, that electrolyte that you had, and you're like, how is this thirteen hundred jap crap pulling on me? <laughs> it had a lot to do with the fact that you're like seventy pounds lighter than I, I am. I, I was seventy pounds lighter. I've, we we both gone both. You've gone down a little bit, I think, and I've gone up a little. But yeah. not much. I've gone down a touch. <laughs> My wife's mad. I've gone up, but I came back down again, and she's really mad. <laughs> yes, like I said, my wife very challenged. Mm -hmm. But no, she loves the bike the way. It is. The thing is, I can't tell if my wife actually likes my bike or she just doesn't want me to spend money. 
tricky, tricky fish. <laughs> my wife mainly buy my bike because it was like, you know, you sit around. We were like, we were going to look at a bike, but it wasn't that one. I actually didn't even know it was there. They didn't. Well, actually, I had seen it, but it was just like it was a, it was just a twenty-one road glide. They didn't say anything about the motor work or anything that had been done to it. Mm-hmm. So I went to look at this other thing that was like a stage one, and I'm like, oh, it's sort of grandpa looking, but maybe I can make this work. And it's like, yeah. So we get there, and it's like, no, no, this is dumb. I'm not into this. And so we're leaving, and the guy's like, well, I have this around the corner. <laughs> and then it's like, and then we go look, and then I'm like, okay, it's like, let's just see how much it is. And I've got a little bit of money I can put down. So it's like, we can probably make this work. And then it came in at like 150 bucks more than what I kind of was comfortable at with the family budget. Thing. Yeah. And, and Melody's like, 150 bucks? That's nothing. Do it. You just need to buy that. And she was like, so pushy. And it's like, oh, okay. Wow. It's like, yeah, no. Good. All right. okay. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's like, if you think so, I am sold. <laughs> you do not need to. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the strangest thing? Sometimes our wives are the ones that are like, "No, uh, this is fine." I just—I have a theory that they get tired of hearing us bitch about it. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, it just winter just started. They're so just, just like, going to get worse too. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, the PMS syndrome is starting. It's already beginning. Beginning. Mm-hmm. I know. I went over on Wednesday to see my bike, and I put the cover on, and <laughs> I just wanted to check on it, make sure it was okay. <laughs> I, I gotta. I still gotta take my battery out and I don't know. Take the tires off. Essentially, I, okay. I want to start working on it already because I already. I know I need tires. I know I gotta get a proper intake on that thing. There's so many things I need to do to my bike, but I'm like, how much money? More money do I pour into this thing? Because yeah, it owes me nothing, but at the same time, I don't have anything else right well, now. Well, so I mean, kinda... if if that's if that's the rider you've got, then yeah, do the. Do the minor maintenance it takes to make it, to make it good. So, I mean, you don't need to, you don't need to go hog wild and spend five grand yeah, on customizing. I, yeah. Cause it's, that's the biggest problem I find with the 1300. I tried looking up these, okay, you can get a stage four, you can put a supercharger, you, no, you can't, but somebody oh, put the, a supercharger on, yeah. on your, on your Valkyrie and you can do all these work to all these other bikes. Do you know what I can do to my bike? You can buy a piston, a re, um. You can get a piston set to high compression compression piston set with cams and rods and all this stuff, but it's the cost of the bike. Essentially, it will cost you as much as the bike would cost you, or another bike. And I'm like, how how much money do you like? That's the only upgrade you can do. To that point, all the stuff that was done to Justin's bike would cost more than your motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) But but what what I'm saying is that's the only way to get more power out of it. That you can't you can't borrow the pistons you can't there's nothing you can do to this bike other than the high compression pistons. There's there's and no there, there's no motor swap for that. You can't no swap. Motor swap. You the best you can do is maybe if you know somebody smart enough that does it is get the fuel injection system off the Fury. That's it. Yeah, and then you can tune it. Then you can tune it, and that's all you easier. can do. Like you, but yeah. you're not getting an unbelievable amount of horsepower out of it. You're still so limited because that motor they've kind of they've built it to its peak they peaked it before you yeah which is great but when you you want more power but the technology of bikes is just like in the last because that's what an 05 uh oh three two oh three yeah yeah so i mean like that would eat any bike of its day for for breakfast like when it came out but it just bikes now have just 
yeah. gone so much further on. Yeah. And that shaft drive too, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so it's like, I was going to say, well, just change a gear, right? <clears throat> yeah, and no. it's like, it gets a lot peppier, you change a gear. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But... No, I, I, and I even I even looked into a uh, conversion kit to make it to a either a belt or a chain conversion. Nobody does it. Yeah, everyone's like, just just buy another bike. Like it's not worth it. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but so if I were to get it, it would be custom built, and it would have to be somebody who knows what they're doing. And we don't have that up here. Nobody does that. Yeah, no, no nobody would work on a metric gear. No, no, or, or, heck, or anywhere. Even there's 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 no anywhere. Nobody like everyone's like, no, just buy another bike. Yeah. Yeah. Find find another make another model that you like that's similar and go with that. And it's just, but you could do that. I could do that. But yeah, I really do want a soft tail or a road king. Like those uh, stylistically, that's what I like. They look so good. Well, wow. I guess that's subjective. I want, I, I want a chopper. You want a <laughs> right what? Now, oh, right now, really? I'm so into choppers. Real uh, a chopper. I would love one. I've been looking at my Roadstar a lot lately. <laughs> the pictures of that. Oh, your well, that was a cool like yeah, yeah that yeah. Uh, that bobbed out Roadstar like yeah. that was a sick looking bike. Because it's like I just wouldn't mind like a little bobber a bar hopper. Yeah, just for banging around town. Mm-hmm. That was a was it, it is something like sixteen or the seventeen hundred. That was, was a seventeen hundred. Yeah, it was yeah. a seventeen hundred. Yeah. Like yeah. Bomb, bombing around town on my Intruder is so much more fun than on Rosie. So that's why you, that's why you're leaning towards the chopper esque. Yeah, like I would love to, like, e- and for that thing, there's even options to actually like work on it and chop it out and stuff like that. But even getting like a, an old, an older Harley Sportster or something like that, and, and having the long front end or like at least the the, the bumped up forks and right, like where the frame is like tipped up and stuff like that too. Like that's I I am a sucker for the king and queen seat. Right? Yes. Out. I am. Su- the, but you but need, it's like you need a, a hardtail oh, that's for that. Really cool. Over there. <laughs> it's, it's really cool. I love it. I appreciate it. I'm glad they exist. I would love one for myself, but I know like this is the m- least practical thing in the world. There's nothing nothing practical about it. I know. It's a toy. It's kind of what I like about it. Sometimes you just need a toy, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so is a bobber, right? A bobber's a toy. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's going from one to the next. It's a bar hopper. I know there's that. Unless, unless you just want to be a certifiable badass and take a bike that's not meant to do it and do it anyway. <laughs> it's like, that, I mean, there is something to be said for that. Yeah. You know, I spent like in the club, like, I mean, all we want, all we were doing is just miles and miles and miles. It's like, okay, we got to do a trip do. over there. We got to do a trip over there. And so it was like, oh, you, you, you I don't know. Like cruiser club after a while. Yeah. Like I just, well, it's like, I guess I need a touring bike to be in a badass motorcycle club. That's weird. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's just, it's, they are just not as fun. No. No. It's like, that's, that's the only thing that road glide is fun. But mm-hmm. it's heavy, like it's it. Yeah. Like yeah. in just like, it, like in traffic, if you're not having something, you can like just kind of throw around like tight twisties or or like dip in and out of traffic in and, yep. and, and like that is just it's it's another level to the game. That yep. See, that's why I, I like my bike. I could go that's with why I like my bike nimble. is because it's so light and nimble. And because I hopped off the I, I rode a venture there in September all the way down to Vancouver and back, and. It's got all the tools. It's the most practical thing in the world, but left you cold, didn't oh, it? Oh, I fucking hated it. It right? was like, mm. I did not enjoy it. It was, it was, had all the power, every bell, every whistle. It had a reverse. I could go, it, yes, That's there soft. was a reverse. <laughs> so soft. <laughs> Flaccid. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> but so so take with your VTX that, and just fucking make it awesome. Uh, it's it's pretty awesome. I, I there are, are things that I can do to make it more. There awesome. are like I mean I would maybe, love to maybe change not out the powers. Power. Maybe not the power because I mean if if you're being perfectly honest, like your bike will do north of 200 kilometers an hour. It j- just, J- just, just, but, but how, how, much often, how do you often need... do you ever have no, to yeah, do that? No, yeah, that's exactly it. It's feels it's How fast terrifying. do you need it to be? No, and that's, it's, it's not how fast can it go? It's how fast can it get there? That's where my problem is. It's on the torque side of it. It's, I'm not mad about yeah. the speed. The speed is fine. But even so, that's getting not, it there. that's not bad. It's no. not bad for oh, what Oh, it's not it bad. Like, no, no, it's, I, I know my bike pulls. It's, like, so like, I, I tell you, like, if you... You could do a couple, a couple little things with just a little bit of a chopper mindset to it, like not yeah. like chop it out, but just no, I never get away with that. Or just, uh, just the mindset of peeling a couple layers off of different parts of it, and you would have a whole new motorcycle in your eyes. Well, there are three things I want to do. One, I'd like to change out the bars with a mm-hmm. different set of bars. Uh, two, a, a new seat, just a new new seat, just very like just. Saddleman or just some stylistically different seat than what's on there right now. And I really want to get that piston, a high compression piston set, but that wouldn't, that wouldn't affect the appearance. Cause mm-hmm. if, yeah. if I were you, I would, I would pull off those, the fork shrouds and put on a taller front tire. Oh, I have to change out the front fender then. So, or just ditch a front fire fender altogether. The more, you know, it's like if performance is some of your concern, the more weight you ditch, the faster it's going to go. Yeah, then I get ready. I got to get rid of the saddlebags that I put on there, and then. Yeah, even that. All of a sudden, you'd look at it, and be like, "Damn, son! Like this uh, is uh." What's all, entail- all of a sudden? It would make you excited to get back on it again. <laughs> what's in, what's entailed in the fuel injection swap? Because it's uh, like if you have another bike, it's just a knowledge, matter of- knowledge, just or somebody to, that knows it. I I've heard of it. But at the same time, the only one make and model is the Fury, is 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 uh, one that actually has the fuel injection. The rest of them are all carbureted, so you'd have to get an ECU. You'd have to get a fuel so, injection system. Well, you need to well, you, you need to buy a wrecked bike that matches. Yeah, I'd and have then, to get a wrecked Fury and yeah. well, do the swap. What about putting a bigger carburetor on there? Just like open up the intake, put a bigger carb on. Yeah, and, what, and can you open on, up your exhaust pipes? Like oh, that, no, the exhaust is as open as like, I'm going to get. No. I mean, it's loud, but, I mean, you can put on you can put on a two-into-one, something that would scavenge. It would pull pull extra air out. Yeah, maybe. If you put on... I do need new exhaust, too. If you put on a big-ass Makuni carburetor on it and just have, like, a huge... Because like it a, is a single carb. It's not a double carb. Yeah, it just have a huge air intake and, and a two-into-one thing, and just with a little bit of tweaking... I think you could squeak out another ten ponies. Yep, that'd but be great. Easy. The, the The Roadstar that you could there was all kinds of stuff. You could just take a little die grinder and you could port polish the inside, in the intake. It was like it changed it dramatically. Really. Those fuel tuner, those fuel turners tuners <clears throat> that come for it with the little, little goofy yeah. little dip switches, they make a big difference too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just just because there's not a just because there's not a big bore kit to do doesn't all doesn't right. mean that there's no options. We're gonna get another year out of this bike. We're gonna fucking. <laughs> you buy you buy a wrecked bike. I can put the fuel injection on your bike. I gotta find the I gotta find a wrecked Fury. I I know a guy with a Fury too. That's the really frustrating. I part. have I have a lift and a welder, and I'm li- <laughs> and six days off at a time. That's awesome. 
Frickin' A. Yeah. I can, was... we, can we build a sissy bar for one of my bikes? Yes. Hell absolutely. Yeah. Oh, this will be so much fun. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd love to. I actually will. I want to for just for business reasons anyway. I've wanted to for a while. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because you're a salty hammer man. Yes, I am. Yes. I'm actually... Spo- I... My I rebuilt the the air intake system on my forge. I insulated my yeah. garage. Can uh, we can we uh, put can we plug you there the, the link to your to your metal business on our on our Facebook page and stuff like that? Yes. Yeah, sweet. I am I am up and ready to take orders again. I am just ready to set up, but it's like the garage yeah. is just there. Yeah. Okay. So what is the salty hammer? Yeah. Well, you gotta, you gotta well plug it's just here. where did that where did that salty hammer was just it's like I can have a poor attitude and it's like Oh see I thought that was a euphemism <laughs> for Thor's cock. No, 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 it wasn't anything calculated at all. Actually it was just like Now it is. It, was, it wasn't, but yeah, it now wasn't, it but is. Now it's yeah. like it was just where I was. Like, whoa there, Mjolnir. With whoa there. <laughs> one of the strengths that I have in my job is like my the industry I'm in, the pipeline industry, is a is a business of strong personalities. Yes, yeah. and so some sometimes, in order to be effective communicating and uh, getting pipeliners to do what you need to do, your personality has to be bigger than them. Yeah. So it's like, and then I can be sometimes challenging to deal with or salty. So I was salty <laughs> hammer. <laughs> I did not know that. All right, so now, can, are, are you good to talk about what you do there with the Salty Hammer uh, stuff? Or like, Absolutely. what, what kind yeah. of things are you, like, I know, and Devin knows a little bit, I'm sure, but what kind of things are you doing at Salty Hammer there? Well, I, I make a lot of camping stuff, actually. So it's like, last year I would have said I make fire pokers and like... <clears throat> I love, it's my favorite fire poker, by the way. Well, thank I you. I pre- love it. It's, I, I, I show it off. It's... I'm borderline a whore with it. I'm like, look at my, look at my poker. <laughs> the fire pokers are cool, but my new thing is we were camping this summer, and I built a campfire cook set, and I can fondue while I'm camping now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, it was, it was a, it was a game changer actually, because I've got, I've, because it's like I do nothing. I've got three Dutch ovens, right? But I've, I've, I built this set setup. So I can twist and set my Dutch ovens exactly where I want over a fire, and I made long pokey sticks to like put the stuff in the oil yeah and so it's like and i gotta say uh fondue is the best camping thing that i've come up with so far because it's like it's really nice you're at home you can prep everything for fondue and then all you do is fire up the fire throw a little oil in the pot and it's like you're having this gourmet meal on your own it's amazing so i tell you no nobody i know camps like you Well, I know, right? I, I was concerned that when we brought the smoker, that like when we started smoking breakfast in the morning, that the ranger would oh. come and kick us out. It's like, you just can't act like this here, sir. <laughs> Get your bougie ass out of here. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, we show up with our shitty old trailer. It looks like the, me- I say the butts in the mess will be when we show up. And it's like... And you're sitting like, there in your underwear fondueing. You, yeah, right. Are and you making it, meth and fondue at the same time? It's like, like, no, just fondue. It's, it's like, fuck you. It's so weird. They're white trash, but then they come up with all this bougie food. <laughs> it's like they're white trashy I, and they got a Traeger. What's going on? I showed up to your place after jujitsu one day <laughs> and I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? And and then your wife's like, I made pizza dip. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And I, you guys smoked some kind of pizza dip of some kind. I don't know what it was. She takes cream cheese and like grinds up some bacon and yeah, pepperoni and, and all that stuff and, and added cheese on top and then, then smokes it. Then in the smokes store. it and then she's like, "You want to try?" And I swear, I, I could have just sat there and ate the whole thing. I know that the smoker is like 
it's challenging. It's like the nice thing about it though is you put the cheapest, shittiest meat in, and it comes out amazing. It's like you buy garbage bacon, <laughs> you throw it on, you throw it on the smoker, and it comes out, and you're like, this is friggin' awesome. It's like a Brita with with vodka. You yep. just just Brita it through a few times, and bam, great. Use. Comes out great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard about people doing that with uh, schnapps too. They're like, I'm gonna filter schnapps. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> Yeah. So with the, with the salty hammer, how did you get into forging? Well, it was like it was coming up. It was my surgery, really. I was so part of getting the the, the sleeve surgery I had is I had to like show that I was doing some sort of like regular exercise, and it's like ultimately my work schedule was hectic. I, the gym is not something I've ever been able to commit to long term. So no it's one like, is. I know it so sucks. Even the yeah, ones so who I do, it's like fuck you, hate you. Yeah, exactly. So nobody, it's like nobody I, likes you. I was, I, I just looked around. It's like, what am I interested in? I was watching a lot of Forged and Fire on TV, and it's like, okay, it's like I, overall, I need a hobby in the winter, something to like occupy my time. I need something for my surgery to like, you know, check this box off or whatever. So it's mm-hmm. like. I watched 900,000 hours of YouTube videos. How did you get your wife on board? <laughs> I got me out of the house. It was the best idea I could have. <laughs> same, same thing as the bike. Yeah. It's like, get so tired of this guy. Out. we got to give him something to do. <laughs> yeah. Right? Although it's like, but it also started off very innocent because it was going to be a <clears> hobby. And I'm like, well, I don't want it to cost me any money. So, <laughs> so then I said, so I, I went to the welders at work and I said, build me a forge. And I go, I, they built me this coal forge. One of the pipe fitters had a couple hundred pounds of coal that he'd picked up. Just because who doesn't need a couple hundred pounds, pounds of coal, of, right? right? Exactly. You should keep this shit around your house for five years. <laughs> Makes sense to me. So, but, so it's like, so then I start like messing around, but then I spend like an hour and a half lighting a coal fire. I don't know if you know this coal doesn't really light that easy. So I spent more time dinkassing around trying to get this freaking fire going than I spent forging anything. Uh, so then it's like, oh, so I start poking around on the internet, and then I found this forge, and it wasn't a bad price, and then all of a sudden I started buying all these tools. Yeah. And then you're like, how do I justify this? Yes, <laughs> and that's exactly it. I'm like, I need more tools, and it's like, well, I guess I'm going to sell things to pay for tools. <laughs> and the, the salty hammer was born. All yes. right. So what you you forage fire pokers, uh, fondue sticks, hot dog sticks, um, mason jar candle holders, uh, barbecue tongs, fireplace sets. I I've made shovel the shovel the brooms and the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Poker. Have you thought about getting into? I know everyone does knives, but have you thought about getting into knives? Because. I, I don't know. I just love knives as well, like especially custom forged ones. Well, the, the idea of custom forged ones. Well, it's like everything I'm doing is pretty camping related. So it's like I'm actually working on getting into custom axes. Oh, because it's like hello. Yeah, everybody makes knives, and knives are all well and good, but it's <clears> like. Like but if you can do like a hatchet for doing kindling, yeah, yeah, nice little guy. bearded axe and stuff like that. There's there's these railroad spike uh, hatchets for doing kindlings and stuff. So it's like I think that's I start I when I fired up my forge, I started working on some tooling, some drifts and stuff, so I can start. Oh, that's I did. a sick idea. I love yep. the idea of doing a, a railway spike hatchet. So last summer, uh, not the past summer, the summer before, uh, we went out on a road trip, and this one guy, he was making knives. He was making oh, some yeah, that's beautiful right. knives. That's right. And when uh, when Meats, Meats brought us to his buddy. who Meats brought us to his buddy, and he's like, everyone he just makes a knives. knife or an axe or whatever. And I saw this axe, and I wanted it so bad. 
and but I didn't jump on it. I was so and then I got I'm still mad at myself for not grabbing that axe when I had the opportunity because I'm like, ah, I should have done it. It was gorgeous because I told him, I'm like, this thing's so beautiful. I wouldn't use it. He's like, then I don't think you should have it because, and then I'm like, yeah, I'd use it. <laughs> like, I <laughs> thought about it I, after I the fact. I thought about it after the fact. I'm like, I totally would have used that thing because <laughs> it was just gorgeous, beautiful axe. Uh, it, there was just so many little things to it. I can't even remember it because it was just. Yeah. So I, I so didn't go details. into that guy's place. I was like, I am all peopled out, so I'm just going to stick by the bikes and watch the bikes. Cause like, I just, I, I was just, yeah, you just, I was out, just, did your, you did your prayers and yeah, I was kind of just done with people for a little bit. You guys all came out with these knives. I'm like, fuck, you already had one. You had one oh, already. I do have lots of knives. <laughs> no, you had one of his. No, no. Nope. I thought you had one of his already. Nope. I have a, a, a handmade one by somebody else in Alberta. Oh. No, I didn't have one of this guy's. I, I didn't know he was just going to hand this... him out like candy on Halloween. I was freaking pissed after <laughs> I heard about that. Just toss them out. They're a lot of work. And, they were, and this guy, oh, they were all gorgeous. And this guy, when he spoke, he, he started uh, praying over us. Apparently he's a uh, bit of a prophet. A bit of a prophet. <laughs> he spoke through me. You ever had somebody talk through you? Like he wasn't talking at me. He was, his words penetrated my soul when he said that. I was like, oh, <laughs> he, he made me almost uncomfortable because of how profound it was little things too. It wasn't even nothing special. But when he, he spoke, there was okay. some kind of level of sincerity to it that, that, uh, what do you mean through your soul? Like I really, I, I felt a deep, it went, it went beyond just, I don't know how. How I, it's hard to explain, obviously. Where when he said it, it's like my soul felt it, like my my inner, like something in me heard it with more than my ears. It was it got past my mind, and I'm like, oh, because you filter a lot of things through your brain. Mm-hmm. This didn't have an opportunity to get filtered. It was remember, spoken. Do you, do you remember what he said? It was so passive and. It was, you're not going anywhere. I don't know what it was in reference to. Maybe, maybe it was the faith. Maybe it was a lot of things. But he, he was just like, you're not going anywhere. And I'm like, this guy doesn't know me from a fucking hole in the ground. And he spoke to me in a way that, that I, there was no arguing. There was no responding. And I'm like, oh. And I, don't, I have no idea what it was. To this day, I'm like, how how can a man speak with that kind of authority? And I'm like, ah, oh. like I said, hard to explain. Because mm. I really do think we filter a lot of words. We well, do. We we hear what we want to hear too, right? That's the other thing. It's like somebody can be talking to you, but ultimately, it's like you are going to hear and take in where what you want to hear and wherever you are. Yeah. In life. Yeah. Time. Although I have had the odd. The occasional time where something was said to me where it's like, that's exactly the thing I did not want you to say. It's exactly the thing I did not want you to bring up. Yeah, how did you know that this is the one? It's like, we can talk about 99,000 things, but you brought up the one thing. We the can... one thing that I don't want to talk yeah. about and probably ultimately need to. Yeah. <laughs> then at that point, it's like, oh, I have a hard time saying that like that was just my itching ear, <laughs> you know, trying to trying to pick that one up. Yeah, I had an interesting situation like that on Friday. It's like, there's this guy I work with and I sort of consider him my friend. And it's like, but I probably wasn't having the best day. 
And he sort of said something and was like, just kind of like nipping at me all day. And it was just like, I'm just like, I've had that. And I'm not, I'm just yeah, like, I decided I'm not in the mood for this. So I'm, but I'm also not going to react because it's like, I just won't react favorably. Well, it's like fast forward till mid to late afternoon and I'm only in so much patience and he kind of says something. So I hang up the phone with the guy I'm in and I tell him to get fucked in short order. And because I am pretty good at doing that. He didn't like that. I told him to get fucked a little bit more. (laughs) 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 Then he wanted to fight. Then I'm like... Any t- like of course I because then I'm fully stupid at that point yeah. you know yeah. it's like you well, reaction your like, salty yeah, hammer took over well exactly <laughs> and it's like I try I try to like I tell I tell my son all the time it's like the family motto is huggery before thuggery and it was like I failed hard at that it's like you want to go outside it's like fuck yes I old man it's like I'm gonna beat your ass from huggery, like, huggery before thuggery to fuck around and find out real quick yeah, yeah that's exactly <laughs> what happened it was like but it's funny it's like it's funny how words can change things like how you know it's like it just touches that long, wrong spot and twang and it's like yeah. Yeah. shit was sideways now. Yeah. But then my boss laughs. That was... <laughs> so he comes back... Only he, only in the oil field. Well, I know. That's what my brother says, too. He's like... he come, My boss shows up, and he's like, Hey, we got this guy out of town, and we need... you. He's kind of lost. Can you, can, can you call and get him straightened out? And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that and that's what it was i was trying to give this guy directions the other guy was telling me how to give him directions i oh course, i hate that yeah i of course oh. don't care i do not care for that and telling me how to do things also doesn't really go that well anyway so it just it, and, it, 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 and it escalated quickly so it's like well the problem is you're trying to you're trying to relay information already you've already got it in your head you're trying to speak to somebody else who, and this guy's interjecting into a conversation that he's not fucking in exactly i'm looking at my fucking screen i can see it's like motherfucker just go up the road and turn left it's like just go just go it's like and, and then, then you got a guy behind you hey man if there's you, not a road there you know, where you're going you're not sending him on a road hey it's you like, should if if he is gonna go down a road he's got to turn left it's like fuck it i know that yeah, it's like ah! so it so it's like so so it's like there's this thing this little Irishman came out to try to like calm down the situation. Holy I, shit! You guys got an Irishman to try and calm the situation down? Oh yeah, <laughs> just throwing whiskey at everybody. So it was how like, bad was it? <laughs> well, there was only profanity spewing from me. How bad so, was it? And then so. So then my boss, so my boss gives us this little task. I get the guy where he's at. Meltdown happens. My boss comes out after my partner had gone home for the day because he didn't feel like this was a just way to finish his day, and I agree. So my boss is like, "Where's Doug?" And he's like, "Well, he's gone home." I told him to fuck off. I didn't think he'd no, listen. no. That's like I didn't even. Have, so I said, "I'm like, yeah." He's like, "So did we get him straight out about buddy a straight out?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, no, he got where he's going." He's like. Good. And I said, but things got pretty ugly after that. We should probably go have a chat in your office. And he's like, well, so what happened? And then he's giggling about the whole thing. And I'm like, I'm largely to blame. I probably shouldn't have reacted in the way I did, but it didn't, you know, it didn't, it got escalated from there. And he's like, and so he says, he's like, he's like, it's 50, 50. And I'm like, come on. He's like, no, he's like, it's 40, 
He's like, it's 40, 40, 20. And I'm like, what? He's like, 40 you, 40 him, and 40% this fucking place. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) I made 120 there. Hey, can you pass me a sparkler? Yeah, yeah. It's got Coke. Oh, that's good. Yeah. All right. Coke or sparkling? Sparkling water. All right. I got two there for you. So, yes, I have an interesting job. Yeah, I work by myself, so I'm constantly fighting with my myself. <laughs> I think about things that don't matter, and then I'm like, hey, funny thought. And the guy that I work with. Well, he gives you he nothing. D- he gives me nothing to work off of. He'll give me, he's like, hey, I got an idea for a podcast. And he tells me something, and I'm like, no, it's not, it's not, no. There's nothing there. There's no meat there. I can f- solve this in 15 minutes, and we don't do 15 minutes. I can't say the last one because I don't remember what it was. That's how <laughs> that's how boring it was. Unmemorable it is. And then there's me who um, last night. Oh, I had a fun one. <laughs> I was telling you about it. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. I, last night I had a really fun thought. I'm like, hey, I wonder if retarded people can go to hell. Like actually mentally retarded people, like handicapped people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can they go to heaven or hell? Like if if we're going to run in the premise that heaven and hell exist, yep. just this is has to be. I just make a stage here. These things exist. Yeah. Do retarded uh, people or mentally handicapped people get a free pass, or can they do? Do they have any conscientious uh, equivalent? Ultimately, that's my question. Right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. is is consciousness then a key of salvation? Because it's like. Ultimately, to be saved, you have to make a conscious decision. It's like, yes, I'm I'm choosing to give my Lord my life over to the Lord. Okay, well, who's to say, who's to say what is exactly a conscious decision? Who can or can't make one? Well, that exactly, exactly. This is exactly what I'm, because it's like I don't know. It's like, like at what at what point for for a person who's who's mentally handicapped, at what point do you say like, no, you have no agency? Yeah, yeah. That well, that's like. Well, I think you're not alive at that point because that point you're brain dead, right? Like, because it's like we have no way of knowing, like, because it's somebody's heart and you're, like, Mike was talking about. That being said, though, like, you can have a degree of agency and not necessarily have it all to put together like a complex, convoluted theological framework. Fair, (laughs) fair, but it's now. Now, what Rob gave me was the, they are like children. God does not, he doesn't believe, God damns children to hell. Just will not do it. Why, why would he? He is a good, gracious, caring God. That's a big assumption. I mean, no, I know, and I know it is. <laughs> Maybe not necessarily a big assumption to call God good, but it's a big <laughs> assumption to say what necessarily what? is ultimately good. Yes. So. Yeah, good is very relative. It is, right? Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, it's like we talk, you know, if we're talking about good and we talk, we can talk about the machine gun preacher, it's like, oh yeah, you know, here's a man who's taken a life, but he's a preacher and he's renowned as a good man. Yeah. You know, and it's like, there's a lot of other areas where you take a life and all of a sudden you are immediately cast out despite all of your other doings as a bad person. So yeah. it's like, good is very subjective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I brought this up and he's like, no, God would not damn a child. So he wouldn't damn a, a retarded person. And I'm like, okay, with that, how retarded do you have to be to get a pass? If we're, if we're going to call it that. Okay. Well, well, what if if we frame this as slightly differently rather than like mental retardation? What of like, because like not every child is the same. 
some children display like extremely psychopathic <laughs> behaviors really, really early. Yeah. I mean, like, all but, children are a little selfish and psychopathic. Oh, yeah. But, like, some are, like, you know, like, slaughtering kids, mice and yes. stuff like that and fantasizing about... Kids can be about, assholes. There's documentaries, kids that kill, right? Yeah. So. But... So, so what's the cut? Like, so what's a kid? Right? <laughs> so, this is the shit I think about. The thing is, <laughs> I was... Do you know when I thought about this? It was, like, last night... And I'm, like, laying there trying to sleep, and then I thought of this. I thought about this book that I found. It was, like, Ken the uh, Retarded. Oh, yeah, it's right. an old book. This is the title. I'm not calling anyone anything. Ken the Retarded Take Communion. Why did, like, did you see it in person? No, I would have oh. bought it if I saw it in person. like, we need that for the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> and so is this Catholic uh, doctrinal book, and I'm like, that's so, I saw it on a uh a, uh, what do you call it? A meme page that I'm on. Yeah. A dark reformed humor. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I saw this we thing. have to find that book. And so I've been looking for this book. It's, it looks very funny. Anyway, so I'm laying in bed last night and I start thinking about it. And then I think about retarded people going to hell. And I start thinking about, well, they don't just get a pass. Like how, like, where is it? And then I'm like, honey, are you asleep? And she's like, almost, what's up? And I'm like, I have this thought and I can't. Get it out of my head. You you literally <laughs> woke up your wife in order to put that brain. I assure you, if I wake up my wife because I can't get something out of my head, it's not for a thought theological debate. So Ow. yeah. <laughs> Although it would be funny if you tried that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey honey, hey honey, do you think our retards go to hell? <laughs> yeah, she'd smite me all the way to hell. That's the problem. You're retarded. Like, whisper softly in <laughs> no, her ear in the middle of the night. There. Uh, and does that question put you in the <clears throat> mood? Just a question. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> We're exploring our options here. <laughs> so yeah, I have these thoughts, and, and then I'm like, okay, well, how, how mentally handicapped? And this guy, he's like, no, you're just looking for a loophole. I'm like, it's not for me. He's just assuming that it's about me here. I'm like, no, I genuinely want to know how aware or uh, elevated in intelligence or conscientiousness do you have to be before you disqualify yourself for grace so yeah that's what i think about at work you get fights almost 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 near yeah i'm pretty, you know, <laughs> i'm out. actually pretty consumed by it. i went <clears throat> remembrance day just happened yeah and it's like you know it's that's huge we're important i, I left work i went up we did the parade once then tap it's a thing, right? It's like we yeah. were we're here and we're able to spout off about whatever we want because those guys went out and That's got it right. done. Yeah. So um I lost my train of thought. Yeah, uh, something about fighting. It's work. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> On like, that note, back to Furby's. <laughs> Oh, we had a nice, actually, where Furbies. I was going with that. Oh, so, seriously? Yeah, yeah. So, so I'd, been, I'd been at my son's school for Remembrance Day, and he's in kindergarten, right? And he goes to Mom Murray, and I don't know what it is, but I think the kids look pretty young. Yep. And it's like, I'm looking at the stage, and it's there's a banner, of course. It's school, has the school name, Mom Murray. It's center, and it's huge, and it's giant. And then there's three flags underneath it. And it's like... Well, two are pretty self-explanatory. We're in BC, so there's the Canadian flag and the British Columbia flag. Yeah, yeah. They flank the third flag that's in the center. 
What flag's in the center? Oh, no. no. The pride no. flag. Is it a progressive it, pride or just the pride? Like, is it? does it have the little V? I don't fucking Bullshit. know. It's, it's Lots fucking of colors. <laughs> looks like somebody threw up on a... Yeah, it's just, it's, I don't know, like, it's a <laughs> rainbow flag. And it's like, come on. It's like, can we stop sexualizing kids? It's, it's, yeah. It's, well, it's, even even apart from that, just, just like, think about that. The provincial and the national flag are flanking it. Yes. <laughs> like... Like, okay, fine. You want to have your, your little symbol of inclusivity somewhere, fine, whatever. But really, like, making it central to our identity as a country and as a province? And it, it's like, at the forefront. It's like, it's the, why are you pushing that particular agenda? On this like, day, too. Yeah. Like, what does that have to do the, with Remembrance Day? Right. And it's, what does it have to do with anything in elementary school? Yeah. It's like... It's like those kids are there to, to, to get an <clears throat> education. My son's in kindergarten. His job is kindergarten is you're going there to learn. It's social yeah. conditioning. Yeah, you go there to learn how to, how to learn. Kid. In mm-hmm. grade one, you know, it's like you start learning some things, but really you're just like learning how to get along and function in society. Yeah. And it's like sexuality, something like homosexuality has absolutely no place well, any any sex. It's not even homosexuality. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's any sexuality, sexuality as a whole that's has like, no place there. No, you don't need like kids aren't attracted I, to anything. They they think it's gross and cooties, or at least they should. Yeah, but I, it's like, I, I think cooties were a good thing. I think we need to bring them back. Cooties are real and they will kill you. Hashtag like, bring back cooties. <laughs> that's right. Like there's this idea that we need to like no. <clears throat> Sorry, I got some. And we need to constantly be talking about sexuality. These are kids. They don't know what they want to have for breakfast. I tried feeding my little girl last night. She's like, I'm hungry right before bed. And I couldn't get her to eat regular food. And you want this same kid that can't decide what she wants to eat to decide her gender? Well, her gender, her sexuality for the rest of her life? Like, yeah. come on. Why, no. why, why, why are we labeling kids? Why are we doing anything like that? We just want, all I want, we had a parent-teacher interview the other day at school and the teacher's like well what's your goals for the son and it's like i I just my answer was like well that's pretty broad like what do you actually mean (laughs) it's like because it's like overall i think every parent wants the same thing we just want our kids to be happy and healthy and whatever and it's like my son can be whatever he wants it's just be happy and be you as long as you're just being you and you're happy and you, that's... Well, the thing is, when you say happy and healthy, you, you mean mel- mentally healthy as well. You yes, don't want it, him just to be physically healthy. Because if you're mentally unhealthy, you're not you're not making the world a better place either. No. You're making your world and the world around you worse yep. when you're not mentally healthy. I just want that little man to live out his, <laughs> his best life. And it's like, when you're in school learning about whatever, granted he's in kindergarten, but it's like, if you're learning the Pythagorean theorem... <laughs> what does what does homosexuality or straight sex or anything have to do with about a squared plus b squared equals c squared? Yeah, it just it has has no bearing on what they're doing in a scholastic system, and it's like I have no idea how it ended up front and center on Remembrance Day. Yeah, and it's <sighs> yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, we, it speaks volumes about where we are as a society. Well, we we uh, we pulled our kids out of school, right? And one of the reasons was that we were seeing the direction that the school that we were going to was going. And when we tried approaching the teachers, and they were like, it's all about acceptance and learning about acceptance. And it's like, yes, but this this was not this hasn't been an issue for our two other kids that have gone into the school. But now it's happening on the third. I don't like it. And when I talk to you, you're sloughing me off. And so we went to a different school. And we went and talked to them. We're like, hey, we'd like to we're thinking about transferring our kids. It's like, oh, well, we got a pride club or a. a 
yeah, Pride Club here, a Rainbow Club. That that was and what I'm they like, wanted to sell you with. Yeah, I'm like, that's <laughs> they don't know you at all. Selling like, I'm like, I'm sorry, but I don't believe in the early sexualization of children. <clears throat> there is no literature, none, that says that early sexualization of children is a good thing. Not a single one, and they're pushing it as if there is. There's nothing. It, let's face it, puberty is a confusing time at the best of them. Yeah. So let's throw a thousand options that were never there before. Yeah. And, uh, let's and, and validate all of them. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, when, when we were in, in high school, like, if you were confused or you were struggling as a kid, you were goth or emo. Like, yeah. Like, no, like, really. <laughs> yeah. Like, nobody was, nobody was sitting there contemplating changing genders. Yeah. Like, that wasn't a thought in their head. Like yeah. maybe, maybe one out of a hundred thousand or something like that. But like, that just wasn't the conversation. They, they found other identities to, to, to struggle with. Like, so why are we assuming that this whole gender thing is like science? Like when that wasn't a thought in our heads. 20 yeah, years it, ago. It, it, it's certainly not evolution. No, because there's been, because there's, evolution doesn't go through that kind of surge. The surge is what pay, yeah. really gives if it a it red flag. If it was evolution drawing this, like that would that would be anti-evolutionary instinct because evolution wants you to procreate. Yeah, this this <laughs> like overall, you would die out real fucking quick. Yeah, this is a choice. They are. Yeah, no, a, it, it really is a choice. Yeah, and 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 to say otherwise, it's it's eugenic, and I, I disagree. Right. It's like a seven-year-old, it's a choice. It's like, I, I, I understand confusion. I understand all of that. I understand yeah. that there is men that are attracted to men. It's like, yeah. that's, that's good. It's like, but, it, but it's, it's still a choice. It's still a choice. It's like, and just you be you. I'm just, you know, it's like, I just want everybody to be happy, but I, everybody, I just want everybody to not like, I don't want any agendas pushed on yeah. me. I'm like tired. I'm tired. Kids, okay, kids can be rainbow into flags. Things. Why are, why is a rainbow now is like. Why is rainbow the sign of homosexuality? Why can't rainbow just be a rainbow? Like, why are crosswalks sexualized? Why are flags sexualized? Why are all these things? The thing is, we come from an entire generation that hated labels. We really did. Like, do you remember when you were younger? They were like, oh, I hate people. I don't like labels. I don't like labels. And now they're labeling everything. Everything. Nothing's not a label. You're on one team or another. Look at how many, the the LGBTQ, and then you just have to say plus, because there's so many fucking more, because you can't just, it it just has to be, I'm part of this label. I am in this group. It's like a Pandora's box of chaos. Yeah. Right? It's just, there's, once you open the door to chaos... It's just you will keep getting more and more and more and more like random nonsensical divisions. And and if you believe <laughs> if you believe that it's not a choice, you have to explain to me how Hitler was wrong and this or how Hitler was right and eugenics is real. Because that's what this leads to. This is, is it leads to a eugenics argument of you were born this way, you can't change, this is the way you are, and and there are that means that there's levels that some are better than others, which is again a superiority complex. You're looking into supremacy complexes at this point. So you can make a choice to be the way that you are, but you're going to lead yourself to a supremacy complex of this is higher than them. That's that's bad. As a white so person, I followed you. I, am... I followed you all the way there, and then you lost me. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I am missing where you're going. With uh, this. I'm, I'm missing because okay. To rank something, eugenics is a ranking system. Yes. Right? It ranks things. This is better than this. Like the... the, the, uh, Okay. Okay, sorry. Okay, so how does that apply? 
How does that apply? If you're going to rank, that means there needs to be a hierarchy, a better than. That means there has to be a supremacy order. Okay, so how does that apply to sexualization? Sexualization, if you believe that one sexuality is above another, like a pansexual is better than a... Uh, Who's saying that? Nobody yet. Okay, so you're you're yeah, that's the that's the leap in logic that I missed. Okay, so you, so you, so so you're saying in time that that's where we're. Oh gonna... yeah, it's a slippery slope. Fast. They said they were never going for the kids. They 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 said, oh yeah, we're not about sexualizing kids. Well, now it's happening. Well, the, you know, actually, you, you know what? Actually, what I will say, you know, where what would lay credence to your argument is, it's like if you if you go into like I would say some European countries because where sexuality is a much more fluid thing than what it is here in North America. Yeah. There's going to, the bisexuals are going to say, we've got it all over you because we don't discriminate anybody. Right. And they're going to, they definitely look down on, on a heterosexual lifestyle. So it's like, there's presumably evidence of your argument already in play. Yeah. And we just have to wait and see. And and I don't like being right. There's things I don't want to be right about. Mm-hmm. I hate being right. That's the problem. <laughs> I I don't want to be right. I'm like, except I'm like, man, I like math. And things that add to one plus one will always equal two. And you telling me otherwise isn't going to help. Well, this is like, this is something that I, I debate at home because my wife is softer than I am. But it's like... The sexuality, but the gender change thing is like, it just makes me insane. It's Yeah, like, that's a hard no. There's, that's, that's the thing. If if there's a fire and there's four people in a room and it's two men and two female, they know by your bone structure and nothing else. Yeah. The two men and two female died yeah. in that fire. They can't tell how you, you identify. Yeah. <laughs> they can tell. Yeah, you can feel like however you want and you can manipulate your flesh to look like whatever you'd like. However, at the end of the day, you cannot change who and what you are on the inside. Yeah. They can, they can tell what your plumbing was without it even being there. Yep. <clears throat> now, some of our friends, like, would, would just say, it was like, well, that's fine. Like, your, your biology can be your biology, but, like, how you want to behave in the world is up to you. And who's anybody to say how you, how you should act regarding that or how you should present yourself? Like, why does that matter then? It matters because they're going after children. It does, Like, you want to do you? Yeah. Fucking great. Do you? Leave my kids out of this. But shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. That's, <laughs> no, honestly, it's like, like, yeah. that's like, you want to suck all the dick in the world? Go for Good it. Good on you, fucking bro. You want to get married? You can be fucking miserable like the rest of us. <laughs> but shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> See, that, that, I'm... Well, I'm with you. Like the yeah. the idea that this is like front and center for schools and stuff like that is just it's just no. It's, it's not a, the place. It's like, not yeah. the time. Like the, why is this? I so it's like things like, are different, right? When yeah. I like when we I don't was, we don't indoctrinate kids to be one religion or another anymore. No, no. Like right, we the, did away the Lord's with that. Prayer. So it's why like, are, listen, why are we throwing another another belief system to try and indoctrinate? Right. We already took the Lord's Prayer out of the school system, but now we're putting sexuality <laughs> in. Like, come on. But I think that was a, a, I don't like the idea of religion in schools because I don't think that somebody who is. I'm just, not arguing for that. I know, I know, I know you're not. I, I just, but when you hear these people who say, oh, they took prayer out of schools. It's like, no, they took the, when you enter the school, you don't see the Lord's prayer anymore, mm-hmm. which I don't have to agree with. But at the same time, there was no real heartfelt that you weren't, you weren't praying. You were, you were, um, 
You were you learned to recite something. You were reciting. Yeah, you were just saying it off rote. You weren't. You didn't mean it. There was no. There was no heartfelt thing. Likely, but, you didn't know what it meant. Yeah, no idea. But I don't want somebody who doesn't know anything about religion teaching religion. So I don't think religion. But I don't think that they should be pushing the sexual agenda either. I don't think they <laughs> like should. they know what they're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> it's like no, I know this. It's because I'm a I'm a furry. Oh. Challenging. Yeah. And, it is a challenging time. And I know we're going to sound like bigots and people are going to hate. I'm sorry, but most of the people who would listen to this would make they think that. But the people that are listening, I'm pretty sure you guys don't think that. <laughs> well, that's like, so my, so my wife, this is something that comes up in my house. It's a debate we have. It, and it's like, I... I feel like I, I am open. I, I had a, I had a gay friend. We lived together. I had a gay roommate. That's not it. It's like I, you can, as long as you're happy doing you, I'm happy doing me. And it's like, yeah, we're good. Right. So the one day I said something, I said, well, I'm a friend of the gays. And my wife's like, well, you just can't be. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? I can't be. It's like, I had a gay roommate. It's like, I'm clearly a friend of the gays. And she's I like, didn't beat him with a hammer. Yeah, How am I not friendly? Yeah, That's like she, friendly. She's like, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. She's like, anybody that was actually a friend of the gays would never say I'm a friend to the gays. And I'm like... <laughs> Well, how would you word it then? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, why does it need to come down to this direct verbiage? I, it's like, I went to a gay wedding. It was the most fun I ever had, actually, at a wedding. It's like, was it fabulous? It was fabulous. We went. It was in it was in Beaver Lodge, and we went and we bought. We stopped at Hythe and we bought this bottle of vodka that looked like a bong. That was a crazy thing, and it's like, it was okay. me. Was it a was it a gay wedding? Yeah, it was a gay wedding. Two dudes were getting Two married. Two dudes? So in Beaver Lodge. Yes. So you didn't get them anything beaver themed because they didn't... They, no, they, we took the... They wouldn't just... be interested in it <laughs> even a little bit. No, no, no. We, we did bring, But we did bring one woman. So it was me and my old best friend and and this one girl. We all went to this gay wedding and and we get there and it's like just... It's like it was that one girl and like 500 dudes. It was the most amazing <laughs> thing. My, and my buddy at the time, it's like we're walking in and he had this like very flashy purple shirt that he loved. The fact that they did it in Beaver Lodge just... Well, that's where they, the one guy was from, Beaver Lodge. <laughs> okay. So it was his parents' farm that they had this gay wedding at. So, um, so but on the way in, it's like this. he has this very flashy purple shirt and this like mm-hmm. very like out there gay dude comes up and just is like fawning over him oh my god your shirt's so beautiful and it's like my tie matches and then my buddy's like i want the tie so the gay guy gives him the tie like we're not even in the wedding and they're just handing just over garments abusing the guy's attraction to yeah. him it's like just give me stuff yeah yeah right it's like this I is the price i love your wallet too all, all of a sudden he understands how women feel all the time yeah, right? <laughs> just, so it's like yeah you like this top give me something but see it's like drinks like, gay weddings Gay roommates, I'm a friend of the gays. I don't see how that, like, immediately rules me out. I would... Oh, my gosh. That is, okay, is that becoming our nation or our generation's I know a black guy? No, I know... I'm not bigoted. I know a gay guy. I'm not bigoted. I know a gay guy. Yeah. I can't be homophobic. I know people that have sucked dick with, not for money. <laughs> I, I remember one time I went to high school with this guy, uh, such a good dude. Of course, he was black, and he, we would make fun of each other so much because I was from Saskatchewan, and he was from there. 
And I was like, hey, man, you rob any liquor stores lately? And he's like, I don't know, cornbread. And he was just, we just ripping each other the whole time. Like, anyone take your picture? And he's like, poses as if he's running away from something. It was the best. He was one of my best friends. And I'm like, ah. Oh. So you're a friend of the blacks? I'm a friend of the blacks. Friend of the blacks. <laughs> That's good. He was such a good dude. I miss that guy. I haven't seen him in years. <clears throat> Almost twenty years. I went to high school with him. So after very, I, very good friends. You ever just you ever just realize you're friends out of uh, geographical uh, circle? Like you're like, oh no, we just went to school together, so we were very good friends. But I don't go to school with them anymore. Well, I was na- naive when I moved here. I was young and impressionable, mm-hmm. and it's like I assumed. So you that, moved here with the gay guy immediately. No, I I moved here with my ex, and she was retarded, but. <laughs> Just going to hell. Yeah, (laughs) presumably she is. (laughs) (laughs) So when you first moved here, you're naive. Oh yeah, I was young. I can't even remember where I was going. (laughs) Sorry, my bad. I couldn't resist the joke. Okay, I was talking about uh, similar circles of being friends with people simply because they're in your proximity. Yeah, so it's like yeah, so I move here, right? And it's like. I get this job at Cal Tire and it's good. And my neighbor's a welder. And then he's like, we should go like, you should be my helper. You'll make way more money. And it's like, yes, this is the way. And, but then I thought that all my friends from work were my friends. I had no idea there was this thing, work friends. I just assumed that we were friendly at work and that no. there will be friends everywhere yes, for, that we would, for life. That, that this somehow would transcend the workplace experience. Nope. Nope. Turns out no. Well, I mean, so I, I had no it's idea. funny. It happens. I mean, like say even in the club, like you know, we we've, we've been in clubs. You know, you and us. Yeah. Uh, you, you say brothers for life, but no, not all of them. No, like some of them. The vast but, majority, no. Yeah. It's like yeah, like very it's, few like, of. Okay, no, we were work 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 club brothers, club yes. friends, but not not friends friends. Yeah, it's like if my friendship is based on what I wear on my back. Well, I don't know how good of friends we really now, are. Now here's yeah. a horrible thing for me when it comes to that is the fact that I call everyone in the club as much as I called them before. <laughs> I fucking don't call people. I don't. <laughs> uh, I know the phone works both ways. I just don't call people. I'm going to assume we're cool until said otherwise. <laughs> well, that's just it. Like, yeah, I... I get asked a lot of, have you moved? And it's like, no, I just have a five-year-old and I work all the time. Right. It's like, I'm not upset with you. Nothing has changed. We are just as close and good of friends as we were three years ago. Yep. It just so happens I haven't actually left the house in three years. Yeah. If you didn't cut, if you didn't stumble across my campsite while I was fondueing, well, then you're shit out of luck. Yeah. So I will say to you listening, if you thought that was a slate against you, no, it's not. Calm your tits. We're good. We're good. <laughs> We're good. We're good. There's We're good. lots of you that I'm. Like there's lots I said, of you that are that are thick as thieves, and I, and I love you to bits. So don't think that was about you. Well, yeah. But but there are these things that people just assume. Oh yeah, we're like uh, I used to work at Cameron. And I made I made some uh, brown friends. Uh, they were Muslim guys, and we were cool. Uh, me and these Muslims, I don't know why we got along. Maybe it was we had some level of spiritual connection because we had a. a a camaraderie like I had my convictions they had theirs and everyone else was fucking heathens so but we had spiritual conviction yep. of, to a level so me and these Muslim guys we really got along haven't talked to them in years they got let go I like I got let go they moved different directions just right? just it just happened yep oh, I, but these guys if I ran into them today 
I'd ha- they'd be sitting where you are, and we'd be having a conversation. I oh, I hope I haven't run into those guys. They were so cool, and but there was some people. Yeah, we were cool at work, but as soon as I got let go, that was it. If I see them around, I'll shake hand, have a good conversation, but that was it. Yeah, some of them don't even talk to you. It's like, it's like, bro, we worked together for five years. Like, what yeah. changed? It's like you spend more time in the workplace, especially in our little microcosm of an economy where you just like work all the time you spend mm-hmm. far more time with your your work family than you do with your home family it's like especially my business everybody talks about their pipeline family and that's like because what it is you work 12 hours a day you go home you eat you sleep you might spend an hour with your family if yeah. you happen to be working close yeah. to town and then you're back at work and then you're back Having at experiences work. dealing with problems together drinking know. beer out of a cooler and hammer and pipe in the ground hammer and pipe laying pipe i remember back in the day that. we'd actually in the summer we would fill the water cooler full of ice and water so you'd be drinking water all day, but by the time the end of the day came, you you crack the top of that thing. There's ice cold beer there. Nice. You can't do that shit no more. I know. It's like I don't. I <laughs> n- I never even really see beer in crew trucks anymore. It's sad. I know. <laughs> but even like even construction, like I mean, every now and then you come across like someone who's just like, you know, really. <laughs> off on their own they're like they come with a whole case full of beer but i mean but they live in like a cabin yeah you know in in the middle of nowhere alberta like that's that's their thing but like it used to be like random times would be like hey we should grab a couple beers after work or go pick yeah. up a six pack and bring like, it chill. bring it back to work bring, bring the six pack back to work that that just went away yeah like that's not a thing anymore like it used to be no I mean, there's one time we we built we built couches <laughs> out of <laughs> in bags of insulation <laughs> Yeah, we grabbed a six pack of beer. No, 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 we got more than a six pack that day. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, no. I I slept on a stack of banners one time because we got all pissed up at the shop. (laughs) (laughs) And I I lived in Taylor and I couldn't drive home. So I just, I'm like, fuck, where am I going to sleep? So I rolled out some banners and I slept on banners. I used to work with this guy. I used to work at Walmart in the, the automotive section. And we did tire changeovers and all that stuff. And this one guy's like, I'm thirsty, I'm going to get drinks, and he would go grab like four or five Gatorades and bring them back, and he would hand one to my manager, and he hand one to me, hand one to everybody. And the manager looks at him, he's like, you paid for this. He's like, would I steal? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I guess. And he cracks it, starts drinking it. Like, but he looks at me while he's drinking, he's like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> get cereal, he took a nap inside the tires. And just That's where I've come to with Walmart now. It's like, if you're not going to have cashiers and I have to wait, I'm taking things. <laughs> How's it going, Devin? Having a it's drinking like, problem? I'm not, I was oh, never trained. I almost spit this all over the microphone there. I was never trained <laughs> as a cashier. No, we're taking shit. Yeah, no, I don't even get I earned this, okay? Yep. This is my wages <laughs> for doing it's my like, own fucking I'm, bagging. I'm willing to wait in line uh, for no, some no, fucking no, no. schlump to handle mm-hmm. my groceries and stuff them in the bag. And no bag anymore have, either. Yeah, if no bag. That's rubbish, too. But it's like, but if I have to fucking wait to do it myself, I'm sorry. My fucking... I'm not going to be that diligent, <laughs> let me tell you. My interest has wandered. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's why they... That's on you, Walmart. Sorry about your luck. It's <laughs> um, all on you. That's why we don't use real names or pictures. That's something we were going to do at one point. We are going to get pictures with everyone who actually did a podcast with us. Yeah, we thought better of it. <laughs> well, it would be bad for your wall in here, yeah, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. We need yeah. a little more decoration, but... That's eventually. We got time. That'll be something we discussed at the AGM. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting so official. We're going to have an AGM. It's going to be funny. 
That's amazing. Right? It's, it's, it's for fun. We're going to sit here and drink and hang out. It would be better to, like, get right screwed up and then have your AGM. Right? Like, H- That's AGM you gotta, on mushrooms. You, you need to pregame. <laughs> I huh. don't trust myself with... I've, I've actually really thought about this. I think in my younger years, <laughs> I may have been able to do mushrooms, but I don't trust my demons. See, no, in my younger years, it wouldn't have been a chance. Now, I'm like, I'm open to it. It just it all depends on your environment. You just have to be in the right environment. And yeah. the, I, the, I've never been more I've never, never been do, more open to the idea of mushrooms than I am now. Okay, I never had do bag. mushrooms around people that aren't mushrooms. That's the problem. <laughs> There's that. It's like I tried that one time, and it's like this guy tried to bring me back into reality, and that doesn't work. <clears throat> it's like all right. I, I did an edible uh, a couple years back, and. I didn't know if I was breathing at one point. I went outside and, and I started, because it was cold out, because it was uh, uh, fall. And I wasn't wearing a hoodie. Or, or no, I was wearing a hoodie, but not much more. And so I was hanging out with everybody. And then I flex up because I'm kind of straight, trying to stay warm. And then I'm like, am I breathing? I don't. But I'm thinking all this. It's in my head. And I'm high as a kite. It was not good. And that's on edible. No. If I had a mushroom, I'd think it would be worse. <laughs> It's like the same, but different. Because I remember the fir- first time I did mushrooms, we'd went to Taylor and we bought this Triscuit box full of mushrooms. We had a fuck ton of mushrooms. And it's like, there was four Why of us. Why do people who do mushrooms always put it in like sweet tins? Well, because it need- <laughs> well, because it's like you need it to not taste, because mushrooms taste like legitimately like shit. Yes. So. From what I've heard. Yeah. So it's like you have, like, that's why people do it, brew it with like real strong tea my thing was Fruit Loops. I'd just grind some up and just have dry Fruit Loops, and mm-hmm. mostly would mask the, the flavor. But the, it's like nobody's worried about a box. Crackers are light, mushrooms are light. Did you got stopped? It seemed yeah. like a good mode of transportation. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like so we come back and there was four of us. We'd all we all worked at the bar together, and it's like we put on we we get all these mushrooms. We get all fucked up, and we put on the Chappelle show. And there's that Negro Domus, this reoccurring sketch that comes on through most of season one. Well, I hadn't seen Chappelle's show at that time. And it's like, I was pretty sure I could see the future. It's like Negro (laughs) Domus kept showing up. And I'm like, fuck, I know what he's going (laughs) to (laughs) say. Oh, yeah. You you guys hear that Dave Chappelle's going to be on Saturday Night Live again? Yeah, after he went crazy? It's ridiculous. A bunch of writers are like not happy. They're, most of like Hollywood, like most entertainers are just not thrilled that, that he's being like so welcomed back actually. Chappelle? Yeah. yeah. What'd he do? Nothing. Well, well he made jokes. He's he a comedian jo- and he, he said jokes. He, yeah. And he got right racist about it too. Problem. So he like, he got super high on Coke, right? And then this is going to sound, this is going to get, Where well, then black canceled. people assume that Coke is like, was invented to like destroy the fucking yeah, yeah. race. So he's all fucked up on Coke on stage and then realizes that and says he has to go to fucking Africa because it's the only place he can be normal. And oh, this left, was like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah and he left in the middle yeah, of the yeah. fucking comedy show and just like got on a plane and went to fucking Africa. Okay, I thought it was more recent. Like I knew oh. all that stuff and he kind of come back, but like now like the LGBT people and stuff like that all have a target on his back oh. for comedy specials that he's done. Oh, really? Ace, they got to stick up their ass and they're not even happy about it. They think Ace Ventura is like the most offensive thing in the whole world now. 
Because the what? whole Ray Finkelstein thing laces out, and he tucks back his that coffee. That was so balls. funny. Yeah, I know. It's uh, so the LBGQ is is trying to have it like fucking. I have a hard time. They want to do a book burning. Die. They want to book burn Ace Ventura. I am never gonna let that die. It will not. I have a hard copy. That movie is fucking hilarious. It is because. It's a joke. Yes, because it's just making light of a of a situation. Okay. It wasn't. And they are promoting lying about who you are or who you were, and deceiving people. Like, oh, you can you can totally screw with a guy and and not tell him of your your pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing pro about those nouns. <laughs> I saw this one comedian today. He was like. He's like, excuse me, miss, you dropped your purse. And she's like, did you, uh, did you assume my pronouns? And he's like, did you assume I know what a pronoun is? <laughs> uh, it was really good. Yeah. I. How are they, how can you cancel Ace Ventura? I don't understand. Okay. Do you think, oh, uh, will Jim Carrey get on board? Oh, I don't know. Cause he kind of, he's kind of crazy now too. That's why I'm like saying he, he went off the fucking deep. Yeah, end. he's weird now. So he's weird. got this weird Jesus beard and things. He's like, <laughs> I like it, <laughs> but he's like, he's so like, we're all one. He's meta. Every, everything is one and everything is nothing. <laughs> like kind of no. Yeah. He no. I, I I think that's a joke. I think he is just he was in a character or a character of a character, and he's just he's gone straight meta. Like his his brain works meta. I. I'd like to believe that, but I don't. I don't think that. Uh, I don't think it's an act. You think he's actually fucking just out there? Yeah, that would I, be unfortunate. Yeah, I, I think because it's been a long that, ass time. That, that means he's high on his own on his own supply. Then, <coughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah, 100%. He just, he, he is, absolutely. He is. He is smelling his own farts and think they sound, smell like roses. Yeah, because yep. he's been at that for like ten years now. Yeah, he's like. Certainly, he's got the fucking model for a cult wrote up somewhere at home. <laughs> I know people that might be interested in that. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, I like Jim Carrey. No, so do I. I think he's great. I yeah. will never Fire let Fire Marshal Bill was great. I will never oh, yes, let Blazing. Fire. <laughs> the only white shit. guy on Unliving Color was him. Yeah. In Blazing Saddles will never die. There's uh, Tropic Thunder will not be canceled. <laughs> that was a great movie. Tropic Thunder's hilarious. I, it's great. It's great I think weed. it was the last. What was that? It's great weed. <laughs> Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of weed, like you're a giant pothead. Yes. Right. Okay. Uh, what was your opinion of the country making lead wheel? Like how how right. was like as a as a as a as a cannabis user, yeah. As a user, like before and after, what was that? What was that like? So, so it's like I I will say, and it's like my attitude has changed. <laughs> Initially, I was like, and it's funny to say this because I never, you know, it's like I I never felt like cannabis was a drug. I never felt like smoking pot was like. I've used cocaine, and I never certainly equated the two. Mm-hmm. So when at the point when they were legalizing it, I was actually very against legalization. Why? Why? Because yeah, you know, so I was like, as a user, that well, seems counterintuitive, right? Because because the problem is is like so initially, so the government came in and we were in this really great time where you could where you could get weed anywhere, you could order it on the internet, and you could get you could get 
concentrates, you could get edibles, you could get flour. And it was like, it was in a good place. The police weren't really enforcing it. So you weren't flooding your, your, like the jail system or the, the legal system wasn't, you know, getting flooded with people. Which but they were awesome. staying the fuck out of it. But they were staying the fuck out of it. Oh, so it okay. was like, it was this really great time. It was, it was really great. So you could just order whatever you could do, whatever. The quality was super good. The pricing was okay and everything. It was good. Right. So then, then they decided they were going to legalize it and then bam. Everything stops. So it's like, if you're somebody that used edibles to sleep, that's fucking gone. If you're somebody that used CBD concentrates for anxiety and depression, gone. So all of a sudden, all these things that actually had medicinal uses that weren't around just getting stoned and fucked up and giggling all the time, all went away. So, and then we were forced to buy this flower <coughs> in this insane, now I'm in no way green, but this insane packaging in the beginning, the, the waste that was contained. Yeah, you showed, this, you showed me some of the packaging. Should, it's like two blunts were in like a gigantic ass plastic container. Like the size of like. Like something that could, if it looked like it could hold like 60 blunts. Yeah. The, the packaging was just insane and the waste was insane and the pricing and the quality and nothing was good. And then the supply wasn't there. Yeah. So it's like, I went in, I was in Alberta two days after, um, after legalization and we'd been in Edmonton dropping a bike off and I, I wanted, I said to my wife, I was like, okay, it's like, I'm a cannabis user. It's legal. I'm going to smoke a legal joint today. I just want to see like what this is all about. So I go into Nova cannabis, whatever. Hey, I just like, I want some weed while we're out. And they're like, I'm like, what? Well, we're out. And then, so then I'm like, I'm, I'm of course upset. I'm like, well, how can you be out of weed? It's like, I'm here for, it's legal. I want to smoke some fucking legal weed. Like, let's get after this. Yeah. And she's like, well, she's like, don't you think it's just great how the, how progressive the government is because they've, they've done this for you. And it's like, you'll be able to have some someday. And it's like, well. And it's I like, want some. No, yeah, I, I said, plenty I said, before. I said, what, I, said, <laughs> yeah, I said, what was progressive is like letting what happened happened and not taking this. I said, I said, that, and she's like, well, everybody lied about their usage. And I said, well, that's all well and good. Yes. I said, nobody wanted to say, well, no. how much illegal drugs they were using. Yeah. Certainly oh. no. The, yeah. Surprise, I'm going to tell surprise. the government how much illegal drugs I'm using because oh. everybody's going to be honest about that. And I said, where the issue was. And I said, and where the breakdown is for me and every other industry in the world if you're an expert at like aerospace you're just doing aerospace stuff right but all the experts of cannabis are actually in fucking jail because they were criminals and they were breaking the law i said the information that you guys wanted what was used how much how to do it it was all available most efficiently too because they these guys don't have a lot of money to throw around they're going to be efficient with it exactly right all of that, inf- all of the information was there and readily available to you, but the government chose not to do that. You know, it's like now three years later, yeah, we, we you know what, and it's like it, now that it's come full circle, 
Yeah, it's better. It's way better than I hated going to sit in some dipshit's garage to buy a bag of weed and did he wait, weigh it and go home and weigh it. And sometimes you'd buy a bag of weed and some fuckhead had washed it. So it looked like regular weed, but you didn't get high because they washed all the THC off. Mm. Like it was like, so there was so. So, th- so there is some control benefits th- that have started to come. Yes. Yeah, I guess as time's gone on and they figured it out. Right. Yeah. So is it all government like run or is no. there like a capitalist sort of system going there now it's no it's 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 full it's full like free market or whatever it's like okay there's you have to become a licensed grower in that yeah i'm sure there's i'm I'm sure because it's now a legal thing and it but it's also a restricted product like like alcohol or medicine there's There's things that they have to go through standards they have to meet, but it's not just like hamstrung by government bullshit and bureaucracy. It's not like ICBC. I I had buddies in the early days that were just, everything they got was completely dried out and just, just shit. It was, it was shit. And it's like, it's only, my attitude only has changed in the last six or eight months because it's come full circle. I can, I can go out and the pricing's better. It's it's more availability. This is it. So it's like, it's available to everybody and it should be because it's not a drug. So it's like, we should be able to enjoy it in our homes the way we do beer, you know? So it's available. It's, it's safer. We're talking about it. We can talk to our kids about it. We can, we can educate. Yeah. And it's, and there's way more quality. Nobody's getting garbage that they don't want. There's no more. It's like stuff is flushed property. You used to get stuff. It's like you could crop out early, right? And you didn't mm-hmm. have flush long enough. And then it's full of chemicals from all the, the, the supplements and everything that you give your plants. Yeah. So. yeah. So you once told me that you, so you once described to me how ooh, Sorry, smooth. My bad. <laughs> you once described to me how to make shatter. <laughs> you're the person that tells me all the things that I shouldn't know. Yes. <laughs> that you're the reason he wants to do shrooms. <laughs> Actually, no, that's Dustin's fault. That's Dustin's fault. Yeah. Uh, mushrooms, uh, mushrooms are good fun. It's like, what we should do is like chewing gum makes it better for whatever reason. Interesting. A bunch of packs of chewing gum. And some like funny kids movies, and <laughs> <laughs> you always say this right when he's taking a drink. And his com- his oh, yeah, we, watched the, we watched the Smurfs movie one time on mushrooms. That was pretty good. Uh, it was like it was weird. We were this, we, 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 that would be good. That we would were be with this Italian guy, and he, he put on a leather jacket and got a cap gun and sat in the window looking super Italian, watching fucking Smurfs, <laughs> super high on mushrooms. Oh my gosh. Uh, All right. Anyway, so you're shattered. You're pushing that's, that's a marijuana product. Yes. Uh, you once told me though, that you're like, no, this is a drug. Not like just weed is like, th- this is a drug. Well, it's like, yeah, it's, it's the crack of, <clears throat> of cannabis. It is purified cannabis. You were getting absolutely. It's, is it up there with the hashish and stuff like that? Oh, it's like... it, hashish is probably, it's a concentrate, but probably at like 60 or 70% where. 67% of what T- THC. Is. Okay. THC, whereas a shatter would be like 98% THC. There's, huh. there's still some organic material in shatter. So it's like if you put it in a dab rig, it'll turn black. You'll see that or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's like shatter is just, it, it's like it, shatter rots my brain. I don't even like, I, uh, that's like, I, that's for kids. I have moved on. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's like when you're going to get drunk, if you want to do, if you want to get super drunk, do shots of tequila. That it's yeah. the same. It's like I I use full spectrum stuff. I want the medicinal use. I t, CBD is as important to me now as what. Mm. Yeah. 
THC is. I use the CBD cream quite a bit, and I get I got some some joys, but I just. <laughs> I tell you though, the first the first time I went in to buy like like a muscle cream made out of CBD, like going into the store, <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Oh, I, I felt so awkward. Oh yeah, like, I, I was I mean, there. I was, I I'm, was a different, there. I'm a different <laughs> man there. than I used to be, but sometimes the old me still crops up. You know, the straight lace youth group kid. You know, drugs are bad. Dare. You know, all that stuff. Right. So the first time I walked into like an actual legit weed store and picked up CBD cream, I was like, I felt like I was doing a drug deal. <laughs> like it was like. <laughs> Slid the money across the table. I was like, I was like, I didn't even want to use my debit cards. I didn't want there to be a paper trail. <laughs> I'm still guilty of that. I'm like putting it in my hoodie. It's like I'm coming out of the government weed store, <laughs> stashing my weed because I'm still, yeah, I still have yeah. this shame about it that need not be there. Yeah, and it's uh, it's it's a huge cultural shift that our kids may never know. Yeah, like for them, they, they may just grow up being like, "This is normal, like beer or wine." Yeah, yeah. Where they I would rather, I would. The new kids are soft. They've never <clears throat> smoked out of a fucking pop can that some bitch had to fucking poke <laughs> holes in with her ear. In. I have been. That's burning, legit. I have been burning my throat for the last like three weeks. I'm like, I'm trying to figure this shit out, and I, I do not like joints. It is so much work. Joints uh, so are the most awful thing in the I'm whole like, world. This, why? Why did I get these? Like, I, I got. I didn't go to you first. So I'm like, oh, I, I've, I've had a joint, and I'm like, oh, I'll get these. What no, are, like, they're were, so. Were they like really fucking, dry? Now they are. It's like I know, like with tobacco, they weren't. Like, if, if they I weren't. if I pack a pipe with dry tobacco, it's like this is the most acrid, burny stuff ever. Like it's just so hot and dry. Like there's no pleasure in it. Yeah, like, it, it's got. But the thing if is, you're all, gonna, if you're I'll, gonna I'll, combust. I'll, an organic material, it's got to be at a decent moisture content. But the thing yeah. is, I will I will inhale it into my, like, I'll, I'll, I'll put it in my mouth, and then I'll wait for it to, I'm hoping for it to cool down enough that I can inhale it and it not, like, feel like it's burning my throat. And it always does. I well, don't understand. I'm like, I maybe switch. I'm going to talk to you about vape shit. Cause vape, vaping is the way. So I, I, at home, I've got a tabletop vape. I and, don't want to put up the cost. I'm such a well, that, cheap cunt. That's fine. I've got, I've got, I've got, because it's like I'm a, a connoisseur of cannabis. I have all the accoutrement. I have a travel uh, vape that you can that you can borrow and yeah. test out. Okay. And it's it's amazing. It takes you 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 set it to like uh what do I set mine to. Like See, 135 these, degrees or a little bit higher than that. That doesn't mean anything to me. Is that high? <laughs> is that low? Is that? It's funny. Like in most people's places, they've got a liquor cabinet, maybe like a set of like martini shaker and special glasses for it. If for they're you, really it's, high, it's weed. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like I've got my good bong. <laughs> my brother moved in and he's like, because we do dabs, right? Which yeah. is more like we use live resin and diamonds. But he's he's like he's like nice torch, and he's like we have the same torch because they were super cheap at the government yeah. store. All that when I when I cracked and chipped my shoulder, I was we were hanging out at your place, and we went out to the shed, yeah. and uh, you gave me just a couple puffs off of like uh, it was you you'd ground up like, I don't know some kind of some kind of weed, yeah, and and did it in, in like a little pipe, yeah. Right? and gave me a couple puffs just to take the edge off the pain. And I could not believe how good it tasted. Like whatever it was you were smoking, I was like, this is delicious. Like That, that pipe is just magic. Uh, my wife got me that pipe. That that pipe, I actually like, we were down, we were down in Sycamus one summer and it was the, it was, it was the summer after legalization and we'd been down there way longer, and of course I can, 
I cannot run out of cannabis. And we were. <laughs> this we cannot were, happen. Yeah, we can't stand. happen. And it's like my mom's friend had ran out, like all my gray market. Like I pursued every angle I could. And so there was this, it was called High Mountain Cannabis. And it's in Sycamus. We went in there. And it was like this great little store. And that pipe was a glass pipe for $5. It was like the best buy ever. And it was weird because there's like a like a like a little carbureted like hole you know like you can let air or not in. Like well, it's it your choke valve, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. like it was weird. Like so I was like, well, this is very control, technical. Yeah, we control your temperature, right? <laughs> yeah. More more air, less heat, more but less wham, and doesn't hit you so hard because you're yeah. diluting it with oxygen at that point, right? But it's like if you want a little bit more heat and to get like fucked up quicker, close off your choke and oh, yeah, then you're getting. Hey, brother, I gotta use the washroom. You wanna pause or you wanna keep rolling? Hey, do you wanna pause? You gotta use the bathroom? You good? You need a drink? I'm good. We can pause. We can pause. Alright, we're gonna pause for a minute. No, we clap when you get back. <laughs> I'm just gonna edit. Don't <laughs> Speaking of clapping, get this. It's like, this is the dumbest thing that I've heard in so long. So, again, with that Remembrance Day thing, right? So, we're yeah. sitting there and they come out and they're like, the kindergarten did their thing and they're like, we're going to ask everybody not to clap because it's for Remembrance Day and it's a somber occasion or whatever. And it's yeah. like, we're not clapping because it's fucking Remembrance Day, you fucking nanny. We're clapping because it's, because the kids have done something. It's like, most kids are nervous. They're shy. Like Buster yeah, they, didn't really want to like. They need some kind of affirmation. Yeah. Affirm so it's like, we're, applaud we're applauding their efforts. We're not yeah. applauding the war yeah. or they don't know whether or, or not they've done a good job yeah right hey you've worked hard good for fucking you that's yeah. all we're doing yeah it's not going to be like a standing ovation of yeah fuck the soldiers no. yeah no it's just we like we, we, but it's like it's just acknowledging the kids work yeah right it's like we actually did a uh, Remembrance Day episode because we're like, oh, we. I feel like we got to do something because I really do feel like our culture is pushing away from this. I downloaded a picture today. It was Remembrance Day in Fort St. John in 1971. And I went to the parade this year and it is staggering the, the difference. I don't like that they always have sniper rifles on the wolf roofs. I, I didn't see that this year, but I have the last few years. But that's 1971. And what that, you know, and it's like, did you go to the parade this year? I We missed the parade. Oh, okay. They started it earlier than they said they would. Yeah, they st yeah it was like, it was pretty early. I and was, then we got there just for the ceremony and my kids were whining this and is bitching. Three, this is three times the size of the parade Yeah. that they had this year. But and the thing like, is, okay, in argument, it, there were a lot more of them alive then. <laughs> Okay, we, we actually came, that was the conclusion we came to also, but we are, but at the same time, it's like if that, so that argument actually just in my mind just makes us look that much worse yeah. because we need, now that these people are gone, they were celebrating, celebrating what they had done. They celebrating winning the war, right? Yeah. But now more than ever, now that we're not doing that, we need to celebrate for them. Yeah. And it's like, but, yeah. That's because why, we are not living a free life. We are not, our, not, our, our lives not don't. We're drilling do. it into our kids as much as we should be. Like, they that's don't even want, that's night, the thing, our kids don't even, they won't even know about the war. That's why last night I watched a war movie with my, with my three, three of my kids, three and a four. Hmm. We watched a war movie last night. There were bodies, there was shooting, there were, it was quite good, 1917. It wasn't a 
big war like crazy yep. but it was about delivering a message and it was about sacrifice and trying to get to the front line and all this stuff and yeah it was just such a hard one to watch like, but these kids my kids needed to watch this well that's well that's like we can't you can't whitewash war away yeah. it's like there's that's the thing this remembrance day more than ever i was struck by 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 this by what it is and by what it means yeah thinking about the war in ukraine which we're so far removed from but it's like Wait, you are because <laughs> let's turn the sucker back on. Oh yeah, all right. Okay, fair. We're, we're yeah, because it's after ten. I gotta be up at five. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. We were talking about temperatures of CBD or something like that. I don't know, but whatever you're talking about now sounds interesting. We just switched to war, like yeah. uh, Remembrance Day. Well, we well, might okay. Not so, I, so what? What had sparked the conversation? We were talking about. Are we back on? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I didn't pause. I was just oh, okay. clapping in. And then so I, I showed Mike this picture. It was something I seen. I follow the on Facebook. Not that the Facebook's so wonderful, but there is some, there is some actually really amazing things that can be gleaned from Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that being said, I follow the North Peace Cultural Heritage Society or whatever, right? Because it's mm-hmm. like, so I, that that picture there was a, a March a March in nineteen seventy one. That looked yeah. there was an IG that looked like it must have been downtown Fort St John. It was yes, that it was, was Fort yeah. St John okay. nineteen seventy one, and you can see how many people are there. And so my my point to this was as I was at the parade this year, and it was like. It wasn't... Wasn't that. It wasn't that. 1971, there was three times as many people as there was in 2002. And it's like, it was it was on a Friday. Everybody gets the day off work. There's no reason not to be there. And it's like, so then Mike brought up the point that what we discussed at the thing is like, there's less veterans around now from the wars than there yeah. ever <clears throat> has been. Yeah. But that's, we need, that's why we need, that's why mm. it's of greater importance to have a higher turnout and a larger education about wars and the outcome and everything. It's like, if we don't educate ourselves on history, we are doomed to repeat it. Yeah. Ultimately. I, I really do. And and you were talking a little bit about how we are, did, we are so disconnected from the wars that are happening right now when it comes to the war in Russia and Ukraine. And I, I mean, in some way, though, like, people aren't. They're almost too invested in the wrong things about it. Okay, there are two things I hate about the war that's happening right now. One, the propaganda from both sides, horrible. Like, Ukraine is putting forth propaganda, which is lies. They're putting forth lies. They're saying, look at the uh, the, the gray ghost or whatever it is, this, the ghost of Kiev, or just this fighter pilots taking out all these Russians. Yeah, soldiers. that was, like, right near the beginning. Right near the beginning. And it's like, nope, it was a lie. <clears throat> and then there was a there was another propaganda thing that they were pushing. Nope, that was a lie. And then Russia's like, oh, but it's because they're the the corruption that's happening in Ukraine. Well, that's actually kind of true. They're very corrupt. America has influenced them to the point where now they almost have too much of a foothold. But it does it justify the war? I don't think so. No, the no, war, it doesn't. The, 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 now, the war, the war. The, he, Putin can say whatever the war is about, but he. Like two weeks into the war, he stopped selling Russian oil at, at any other commodity other than the ruble. If you were, and Russia is one of the largest oil and gas producers on the yep. planet, you can only buy 
Russian oil with rubles now. Yeah. Which this whole thing is about propping up the Russian economy because before yeah. that it was it was there, there was no Russian economy because it's yeah. frozen, right? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like there's only so many bears that can ride in fucking sidecars, and that's the only thing to come out of Russia in the last twenty years. Now, with that being said, they were also talking about um, a new Russia or the old Russia, getting back the old Russia. They're like, oh, they're trying to reunify Russia. The, the again. USSR. The USSR. They're trying to get what was Russia or what was USSR back to Russia. Do you know what else was part of USSR for a while? What's that? Or what was Russia? Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. That's right there. <laughs> but but that means a fight with a much bigger fish. Yes. Right? Like that that's not nearly but as look at the president they have right it's now. It's not nearly as appetizing. He would concede. No. No. Because <sighs> I don't trust him. <laughs> no, because that's that's an attack on NATO ground. Mm-hmm. Like that's not just Biden. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. every single country that's connected with NATO that has a treaty with that would be involved. Yeah. That's right? a choice made for you. It's like no matter, whatever Biden's stance is, he is yeah. a Biden, he is a will, Biden wouldn't even be able to say no. Yeah. It to a war. It, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be his choice. Yeah. Like yeah. He, he couldn't concede if he wanted to. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, it does it does worry me for, for what's going on. But the disconnect, yeah, I've been to Ukraine. I did get to spend some time there. The young guys that I was doing, I little did a little bit of jujitsu there because they had a, a wrestling club, and I was hanging out with these young guys, showing them some MMA stuff because they don't know jujitsu. I know jujitsu. They were really great wrestlers, but they couldn't finish. It was just like, oh, we pinned you. I'm like, I'm sorry, but the fight's not done. Just because I'm on my back doesn't mean it's over. So we kept going, and it was me pushing my style on them, yeah. which is you know. But what would happen if they started punching and kicking? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I, I actually did show them a little bit of that too. <laughs> It was a lot of fun, but those young guys, they ain't young no more. No, no, they're probably fighting. They're fighting. Unless age. they don't live there anymore. Unless they don't, but they, they were already in the part that was taken over by Russia. They were in the Crimea region. The people that I did meet in the, in the Kiev and all these areas. I'm like, man. So you've got a, yeah, you've, you've got. You've a, got a personal stake in it for sure. I'm, <clears> I, and I'm like, we, we are disconnected. We are. Yeah. I am zero influence, but I have friends that are still there. And I'm like, ah. Oh, what do you do? The, the associate pastor of my church, he's got family there still. And oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so as disconnected as we are, we're still, we're still, it's, it's your, your, there's, there's six degrees of separation. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, if, if this thing with Russia gets any bigger yet, like, I don't know, maybe that may be a t- bit of a turnaround for our idea of, of national pride and war and stuff like that. Cause it's one thing when things happen in, continents that are separated from us like geographically and heritage wise right but like for the stuff that's going on like where our ancestors came from as mostly canadians like right in that back door it all of a sudden makes it feel more real real again like it it starts to conjure up more like ideas and thoughts about what world war one and world war two were like like it's like we're closer back to that than we ever have been yeah yeah absolutely we are i think I hope. I my whole thing is I think this whole thing's propped up on money and propping up the but, I mean, the Russian uh, Russian economy. That's most war though. Well, that's war. War is the like the you, you can track it. The American economy. If you if if you're in a recession in this war in the states, go start a war. It, it yeah. kickstarts their economy you know, like every that, time. And that could be. Uh, like right now we're heading into like recession times, interest times. Like, you know, right now could be just a, a time, you know, waiting to strike in order to get 
North America involved in something overseas again to get out of this recession that we're in now. But right now, there is not enough reason for America to strike. But if they were to pull what they did for Vietnam, a false flag operation, which is actually what pushed pushed us into Vietnam, what's to stop them? It could it could be I mean, could be a false flag thing that come down the pipe, or could be a legitimate thing to come down the pipe. And that's the thing we don't even know is because of the amount of lies that come with the propaganda that's going <clears> on. <throat> they might be like, oh, they did this thing, and they could make video for it. The heck, they they could yeah As shut I know, down. It's so it's just so hard to know. No, and that's the stupid part, and that's why there's complete distrust in our media, distrust in our government. People wonder why there's conspiracy theories is because we can't trust them to do anything right. It's because nobody's told us the truth. Yeah. How can you not wonder if nobody's told you the truth? And and some people, they believe their government for everything. And then they question, how can you not believe them? They just told you. It's like, yeah, they told us before and they lied. Right. They told us another time and they lied. They told us another time and they lied. So either I'm stupid or you're stupid and I'm pretty sure I, it's not me. This is a debate we have at home all the time. Because it's like... I. T- I talk about flat earth pretty often at home and that's not (laughs) something that's a positive thing in our house, right? And it's like, but overall, it's like, if you look at it, the earth earth has been thought to have been flat far longer than it's round. Did did you know that we don't actually use uh, um, GPS for most of our phone calls? There there are giant cables run underneath the ocean connecting our phone calls. They're not actually GPS. They're not using yeah, satellites. Not bouncing, it's not bouncing off satellites for no. most of it, no. And everyone thinks, oh, yeah, we use GPS. But no, actually, we don't. No, actually, we we do yeah. use GPS for a lot. We use GPS for GPS. Yeah. Right. <laughs> which now, we use a lot. Now, now, which jumps to other people to say satellites are a lie. <laughs> people are saying satellites are a lie. They're, they're not real. It's a, a, a <laughs> I've heard this. I don't believe it, but I've heard it. People are like, yeah, satellites aren't real. Yeah, no, I've heard this thing too, but it's like. But because. They think that their phones are going that way. No, they are going through cables underneath the ocean. Giant, massive cables. That is our telecommunications that we have right now. Yeah. Well, well, it's easier to use an infrastructure that's already there than No, they're still putting it down. That's the thing. Yeah, no, it's easier to use what's already there. It's easier to add more. It's easier to just work off of it than it is to just stop and switch to a whole new thing. I mean, that's why we don't just go straight to electric. It's like the... The, the the thing it would take to just switch to electric is so much harder than it is to just make gas better. Well, that, that's a, I say that all the time, right? It's like, so so what, it's like, I'm I'm not green. My American pipeline, I think it's the most amazing thing in the world. It's great. But but this is this is my question. And then just like, I'm happy to talk to anybody about this. So what what is equally as green? Because it's like here in Canada, we do all kinds of things that other countries don't do. To make our oil and gas stuff greener than any other country in the world. Mm-hmm. So what's equally as green now, and this isn't a dirty word, what else is economically viable for your country? Why is your country being in a profitable position? Why is that a negative thing? Yeah. Right? Like, why are all the good things that come with natural gas so bad? Well, the good things that don't even get talked about. No, they just don't. It's how much of, like, how much of our, especially like in BC and Alberta, how much of our province runs on off the tax dollars of natural gas yet. That's basically the whole thing. And we yeah. have like, we've got natural gas, like we've got hydro, mm-hmm. yep. you know, good. I'm all for hydro, all for natural gas. I mean, like, what's the alternative? Well, fucking okay. coal. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. So back to my <laughs> yeah. point. So, okay. So what, okay. So what, so what's equally viable? What, what infrastructure is in place? 
So it's like, there's natural gas in every home in Canada. Like, how are we going to heat the north? Ex- except like, yeah. for fucking Newfoundland. Except for Newfoundland. Well, oh even my gosh. They're stuck burning wood, burning coal, burning, just, just oil. charging just electric. oil right out of their, their, their yeah, oil heaters. Oil burning. Like, it's like, crazy. Like, trying to heat their homes is such an expense. Yeah. And it's dirty. It's dirty. It is. Natural stuff. gas is not a bad thing, but it's it's turned into this monster that it's, it's not. A bo- yeah, they're creating a boogeyman yeah. well, like of, of oh, natural gas. Fracking. Fracking. Oh, fracking. Oh, fracking. fracking. I don't know what it is, so but I, it's bad. So I, was, I, was in Van- I was on Vancouver Island for Canada Day. I was in Nanaimo. Yeah. And there was these three dipshits protesting outside of the R- RBC branch in Nanaimo at the mall. Mm-hmm. They're protesting pipelines, and I don't even know. I, maybe RBC financed the pipeline in Canada. I'm not entirely sure why they were. But they were all against pipelines, so it's like, I stopped and asked these guys, I'm like, hey, like, what's going on? Like, why do you hate pipelines? And they're like, well, there's no pipelines on a dead planet. And it's like, I was very proud of my wife, and my wife's like, well, I don't know if you know this, but pipelines feed my family. She's like, my husband works in pipelines. He's a pipeliner. And then I'm like, and I'm like, so I'm like, I just want to talk to you guys. And they're like, and it got a little salty because I wasn't in a great place. And it's like, I asked them like, well, how did you get here? And they're like, well, I walked. And it's like, well, I'm sorry, son, you can't walk to Vancouver Island. Mm -hmm. It's like, you have a dependency on natural gas. I don't want to burst your bubble, bro. But there is a pipeline that runs from one end of Vancouver Island to the other. And then it runs underground to the mainland. It's like... It's a real thing. So it's like uh, all these people that are green, there is a 36-inch pipeline, a twin 36-inch pipeline that runs right through the middle of Jasper National Park. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many people know that it's there? Like seven, because unless you're looking for it, you don't, you don't know it. it. Unless you know what a pipeline marker oh, is yeah. in pipeline crossing. It doesn't you, obstruct the beauty, the grandeur, the majesty no, of Jasper. you have no idea. You know what does, though? It's like my time in Asians. Cuba... I'll tell you this, it's like seeing oil and gas in other countries. It's like their stuff is like just on the side of the road. And it's like they, and I actually had no idea about Cuba, they have huge oil reserves and they do, do pump quite a bit of oil out of that tiny little oh, rock. Good for them. But it's like yeah. they do. It's funny how a communist country does it poorly. Yeah. <laughs> who'd have thought? Yeah, who'd have thought? But it's like our. You're telling me the government doesn't run things efficiently? Our systems and our processes <laughs> aren't what they are in other parts of the world. Yeah. No, I mean, they are damn good. Yes, and, and, and the thing is, we, we they are incentivized to be as efficient and clean as possible. Yes. If you've spent any time on any rigs or any of those, like in the oil field, they have no tolerance for being dirty, for like just making things shit. They're like, no, we clean up after ourselves. Yeah. We, you don't even shit in the woods. No, we, so... You don't we, shit in the we, woods. We use, we use extremely large equipment, right? Yeah. We use 350, 380 excavators, sometimes 400 series excavators, right? Yeah. These machines, we pay, we pay a person a day or a day and a half to wash each machine before it goes, wash and bleach each machine before it goes to a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you just, you can't tell, you can't tell me about about all these risks and the safety things and cross-contamination, this and that. Yeah. You know what? In the 50s when they put pipes in the ground and they were welding it with a fucking coat hanger and all the things that they did before <laughs> they, did, they knew, they? 
that yes, there were some issues with that, but but well, technology got better. Yes, exactly. Just Skill like everything got else, better. Yes. We evolved. Is your car the same as it was in the fifties? No. no, it's like in the fifties you had a V eight, the biggest V eight cranked out one hundred and thirty five horsepower. Yeah. Well, my turbocharged V six and my pickup, crick picks pushes out 400 horsepower now. Yeah. Well, the same strides that have been made in my truck have been made in my I mean, I heard about this one book. It's called um, Super Abundance. And they talk about just how the evolution of technology has made us so we are so abundant. The idea of light, not even electricity, light. Why, why, why is light so... Uh, why do we uh, measure it in lumens? Is because lumens is a candlelight. Well, we measure how many candlelights that is uh, 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 similar to. And, well, what does light give us? Light gives us time. Because time used to cost us, like, if we wanted yeah, you light in the middle of the night. Daylight. Yes. And if, if you wanted to do something at night, it would cost you a candle. A candle would cost you money. You would have to sacrifice It was a tangible that. expense. And mm -hmm. so you're like, okay, if I'm going to be more efficient with my time, I need to buy this one candle. And simply by having the light that we do, we are able to achieve so much more. <coughs> and so we have this idea that we're like, no, it's like things aren't getting better. Things were better in the olden days. It's like, fuck it, turn off. Your, take away everything that oil and gas has given you. And that's, that's not talking about just electricity. That's talking about every single object you're wearing, the clothes on your back, every all your technology, gone. Strip it away. What's all left? Your, your clothes, if they're made of any percentage of nylon, okay, well, then you take it off. Okay, oh, oh my pants are made out of cotton. Well, how did it get to you? Oh, my truck. Fucking take them off. Sorry, you can't do it. The, you, it, it is not possible. We, we cannot, we, we can lessen our dependence on a non-resumable fossil fuel. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we can. And we need to, right? But they're becoming more and more efficient with the, with what the way they distribute it already. Yes. And we're finding it. We're making it in different ways. We are, mm -hmm. we are finding techno, technology is doing what it has done for every part of our life. Yeah. And if there's going to be a transition, like it needs to just be a slow transition from one to the other as both technologies get better. And, and it's like, they almost need to work hand in hand. Yes. You can't just outright be like, nope, oil bad, switch to wind power. Like, no. How like, do you think that wind, how do you think that, that giant yeah, windmill, think got that windmill made? was made for one? <laughs> yeah. What's it made out of? It's like, if we want, it's like, it's just, where does it end? It's like, okay, so, so we want to go to, to wind technology. Great. How much mining goes into the into to get, one turbine? Yeah, which is, alone, which is not re recyclable, and it's not recyclable. It's, None of the materials are recyclable. No, they're not. And it's funny. Google wind turbines, and it's like they actually cannot produce enough electricity to offset what their carbon footprint is yeah. because of all the mining, because of all the fossil fuels that go into the construction of them. Yeah. They, mm -hmm. they're they're one of the shining stars of the green movement. Green is seldom green. Yeah. Well, the problem is that the, the def it's definition... It's marketing, though. Yes. The definition of what is green is the problem because yeah. they, they have reclassified natural gas as green because they've looked at, okay, what is it actually doing? What is the impact? How much is it like they're looking at? It, it's like, okay, natural gas is a green product. It really is. It is a godsend. It and, is. And people don't recognize it for what it is. Is there... There's there's never... Um, there's... Ne well, who, how, how does Thomas Sowell say it? There's no solutions. There's just trade-offs. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Life. There, There's always going to be a trade-off, and you will not... Thomas Sowell. i got to read some of his books. Yeah. I've learned a lot about him. I love like, I love uh, how we did, like, this, like, judo flip from, like, getting into flat earth to just talking about oil and gas. Yeah, but... <laughs> well, I just love oil. I just love pipeline so much. <laughs> okay. Can we just talk about okay. dew point after let's, we're done picking? Let's, please, let's, please. let's do a little bit of flat earth. What, what got I you know, really I attracted think, to I think that's flat a whole earth. different conversation. No! Yes, because he, he's got to go back soon. <laughs> I do have to get to bed. But what got me... It was Tom got me into flat earth. It was Which, a joke Uncle or whatever. Tom. Uncle, Uncle Tom? Tom. Yeah, yes. that, it, was, it was a little joke thing. But he's then not it's black, a, by the way. And then I started... <laughs> it's not racist. Then I started reading it, and it's like, it makes some sense. And it's like, I've been on tall things, and it looks pretty fucking flat to me. Yeah. Okay. We. Just, <laughs> he's he's gonna stop there. I, w- I want to like get into we that. We want to. Like, if we get into that, it's just a whole That's, other I thing. I can come back Tomorrow another night? time. Yes. I have a lot to say. <laughs> I have a lot to say always. This, this I've been waiting to have you on, and then we were like trying to think. Hey, what are we gonna talk about? What are we gonna do? I'm like, fuck. It. Let's just have Justin on. I know it'll be good. I don't know what we'll talk about, but it'll be great. We can just talk about lots. I have stuff to well, say. Well, we talked about motorcycle. We talk about furries for like a mm-hmm. split second. Okay, okay. Back to furries. Yes. <laughs> That's, can't, that's I can't the, go flatter. That's the we'll tying thread. No. no, it's just my parents had an experience with with furries once. That was hilarious. Oh, yes. Okay, give us your furry experience. I can't imagine. No, not mine. It was my parents. You're yeah. furry. So <laughs> grandma, grandma Braun and grandma and grandpa Braun. They are. <laughs> they are. They they go to a to a hotel in in Edmonton, hoping to have a nice quiet evening. You know, go to the nice restaurant and then go to bed and then continue all their day tomorrow. The hotel that they booked was having a furry convention. Yeah, I was there. Oh, oh yeah, no. Okay, so that's <laughs> this is not an isolated incident. Oh, no. No, because my brother's got a fucking free hotel room because same thing, and he was up all night listening to these furries fur or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah, they whatever do. They're fur. Doing. Oh, yeah, like they literally had somebody like knocking at their door at 3 a.m. being like, Meow. Yeah, Do like you want to come out and play with us? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so they were woke up in the middle of the night by furries asking them to come fuck. What did they say? <laughs> I don't know. I, all, as far as I know, they said they, they said no. Aggressively declined, but I mean, who knows? These things happen to your parents. I have a great story about this. <laughs> so, about his parents or furries? <laughs> No, about his parents. And it was like it was. It's so embarrassing. Oh. But it's it. It was back when it was back before when I first met my wife, mm-hmm. and of course before I met my wife, I was very single. Mm-hmm. Very before single. that, um, and so aggressively I was single, aggressively <laughs> single, and I was seeing some people and whatever. And we were going to the clubhouse one night, and I just met my wife and your parents, and we were taking my black Chevy. Mm-hmm. We stopped at the liquor store to buy a box of beer, and I come out, and everybody's like super fucking uncomfortable. And I'm looking, and your parents are looking at me weird. Fuck, my girlfriend turns into my wife, it's looking at me fucking weird. And then I can hear, there's like this fucking vibrating. Mm-hmm. And I look, and it's my center console, and I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. So I'm like, and then they're like, yeah, you're, you're, and it's like, I, it may have even been your mom. 
she's like, yeah, your center, as soon as you left, your center console just started vibrating. And it's like, <laughs> and I knew immediately what was in my center console and what was vibrating. May I ask what it was? Are you going to tell the world? So I got to like, so I have to open my center console, like dig this out. And it's like, I had this vibrating butt plug that had somehow... <laughs> Turned on while I was in the fucking liquor store buying was a box Bluetooth of Was it Bluetooth activated? No, it was on wire. It was old. So, yeah, it was like... A it was wire playing. one. That, that's, that is old. Yeah, so it was like it was with these fucking handcuffs. And, <laughs> handcuffs. and oh I got to pull this bag of shit out in front of my girlfriend and your parents and shut the motherfucker off. Because nobody would, I couldn't be like, yeah, my phone was ringing. Nobody would shut the fuck up about it. They needed to know. Like, they probably already knew what was they in the center. They had a pretty damn good idea. They probably opened the center console and was inside. Look, they just wanted to see me be the asshole open the butt fucking. So yeah, this is mine. Man. So where did you get it? Like, is there a great, do you recommend a place? <laughs> I, you can flip me the bird. It's my fine. brother that brought me into all of this actually Gave it to me. Oh, that's oh, it was funny. a gift from your brother. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! It was a gift. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, he's like. How does he make he, it better? He's like, yeah, because I was seeing this girl, and she's like, it's great, but it's like, he's like, well, you need to do this, and I've got this stuff. Come over, and he's like, he wants to give me this like lesson on butt sex because that was his thing, and uh, yeah. That, How does it keep getting funnier? That. That's how it happened. That's where they came from. Getting lessons on butt sex from your brother. No. Oh, I'm glad he doesn't listen. No, not that brother. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. It's fine. <laughs> on so, that note. Yeah. Wait, are we going to talk about furry stuff or butt stuff? Which one are we going to go with? I'm good. Any I'm good. other butt stuff with your parents? Yeah. God, <laughs> that was one of the most that was top ten embarrassing things that ever happened to happen. happen to That's me. so funny. It's like Lord only knows how I still ended up getting married, but here we are. That's the story for another time. Yeah, here we are, six years later. Isn't that great? Yeah. Ugh, well, brother, are... <laughs> cheers, cheers. Well, thank, thank you for you. coming on. Thanks man. For this was a me. blast. Yes, uh, we really appreciate you coming on, and uh, yeah. I can't wait to have it do this again. This is going to be so much fun. Yeah. I know. I can't wait to get into Flat Earth. I literally can't wait. I, I That was my plan. I'm like, we're going to talk about Flat Earth. We never got around to it. No. <laughs> it's fine. Next time, we'll, next time, it's like we'll get right screw. We'll get some oil. We'll yeah. get some cannabis oil. We're going to get into the weeds. Yeah, we'll get into the weeds. <laughs> I didn't even mean the double entendre. Oh, that was fantastic. That's a great TV show also. Weeds. <laughs> all a, right we're gonna uh, probably chat for a few more minutes but uh, all right y'all got god bless and don't be a dick Music has been brought to us by Kirk the Riffer Wells at Liquid State Audio. He's a guitarist, producer, and the mixing engineer. Thank you from the Blue Collar Philosophers.